0: are back yep. on the Dirty, Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. And these boots are made for stomping, Big Ugly.
1: Stomping ground, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to get into that. We are recording live during WWE stomping grounds because this may actually be a more full, interesting podcast than this whole pay-per-view, which is Super Showdown 2, <laughs> basically is what it is. I'm not saying nothing. No offense to WWE They're all working hard Hey, joining us in the mansion 1.0 here tonight um, We have uh, a couple of very special guests The one and only king of non-social media Hashtag, no hashtag CMFunk Well, thank you guys Always a pleasure to be back in front of our live studio audience That's right (laughs) That's canned laughter, if you're if you're wondering about that later. Um, and uh, you know, shout out to cans, supported by. I don't know, we're, we're supported by cans, big ugly. Um, you're wearing cans when that's what the headphones are called. Cans. That's a that's a pretty good. Uh, I don't know where I was going. with that. <laughs> I lost it. See, it's stomping grounds. Anyway, hey, let's welcome back. Keeping 205 alive, which it did in the kickoff show of Stomping Grounds. Jam and Jason, welcome back. Oh, it's great to be back in the match. You're wearing the Orioles hat, I see. Trying,
2: trying to support the
0: team. <laughs> yeah. Trying to keep them alive. <laughs> keep the Orioles, please. Yeah. You have kept 205 alive, and it was on a kickoff show. How do you keep the Baltimore Orioles alive, Jamie and Jason? It's impossible. Okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, impossible.
1: I, I thought it's they just won, won a game, though, right? They, they did. Win. Well, they Yes, they, they won one, game. Won. Yes. Because yeah. yeah. I know
0: they played on June 11th, because I got the uh, opportunity to sing with the uh, Chorus of the Chesapeake, the Star Spangled Banner, and O Canada, and that was a the game they won. Then they lost like nine in a row. Yeah, <laughs> I believe they're currently on pace to win forty five games this year, so that's uh not as good as last year, right? Uh no. They won fifty nine games yeah. last year?
1: And fifty nine and one oh two or something. I don't know. Yeah, that, so will like we that. see this kind of trend for the next couple of years or can they turn it around within like the next season? <laughs> well, we saw this trend last year and
0: this year, so that's a trend. But can I think they can jam Jason? What do you think?
2: I think they can. I don't know yeah. though. Don't know if they ran all the way to first place, but let's get <laughs> <Maybe. to> five hundred. <laughs> yeah,
0: get, get us out of the
3: basement. Yeah, I think we have a couple more years of uh, really bad baseball. Before okay, it, uh, before yeah. the before it switches. So. and we are kicking off Woo! this stomping
0: grounds pay per view. You can
1: hear that music in the background. That's right, with the man. <laughs> Is it too loud, big, ugly? Or are we okay? No, no. I was just saying that to the audience that they could. That's right. It, Not our live studio the, audience. Yeah, but our oh, audience, no, 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 the live studio audience, can hear it as well. Yeah, they can hear it as well. <laughs> Yeah. An audience. And the, man, we, the man is coming out right there. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> right the man. As we record this podcast.
0: Absolutely. And it's uh, we thank the audience that is listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Also, if you throw it in your Google machine or your search engine, just throw in Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Uh, so many things come up, as I was saying to CM Punk a little bit earlier, with a little excursion that we took, which we'll talk about that. Um We are, I mean, everywhere. I mean, there's a whole different lot of podcast apps and everything like that where you can just pull us up. So when you Google us, who would ever thought to put the words dirty, ugly, wrestling, and podcast all together big ugly? We did. (laughs) And we did it just by accident. But it was was great. And we're still here on episode 68. You know what that means? Next episode, 69 for all of you clean thinkers out there. Um, and that's going to be something to where we're going to need um, the Rabid Rizzo. Uh, she she could get on here with the uh, Jason Drake. You know they could talk about sixty nine. Sixty so, nine. Uh, uh, you <laughs> are so I'm disgusting. sorry. <laughs> it's dirty <laughs> and it's ugly. Right. Uh, I mean we could have the Deacon Storm. You know uh, Brian asked. He could tell us about some sixty nine. He could probably sure. with uh, yeah. some some folks. Yeah. Um, got to see him today actually. He was uh, working in an event helping MCW out with what happened when with tony Schiavone and conrad thompson at jimmy's famous seafood we had a good time there sam funk
3: we sure did it was it was awesome to see uh tony Schiavone, the the uh voice of my childhood right as, as uh he likes to be called and, oh, J- like and Jamie, Bout, jason
0: so. you know tony Schiavone yeah. very well as yeah. far as the voice back in uh, the old uh, the one year he was in wwe and then yeah. even uh, after that in wcw were you a fan of before that like the nwa days were you oh, watching yeah. any of that yeah. That's what i thought you yeah. were Oh, he goes back to NWA? Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. He goes back to the late 70s, early 80s, right? Yep. yep. Yeah.
1: Okay, see, I just know him from WCW. Like right, the Nitro which was days. where most people yeah. know him from. Yeah, he right.
2: was on some of the earliest arcades. Yep. 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 The stash. Stash. Yeah, had that porn stash yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs>
0: when it was uh, fashionable back in the 80s. Yep. We got the, uh, the woman, she is the every woman, what do they call her, uh, Lacey Evans. Uh, going against Becky Lynch here. So, we're going to be doing this uh, podcast in and out uh, during Stomping Grounds. We're going to watch a little bit of this. First match is for the Raw Women's Championship, which could lead to something. CM Funky said there's a little bit of you. Ha- you have, there's a special guest referee later on for Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship. You have a theory.
3: Yeah, I I, I think uh, since WWE seems to be on this kick of uh, bringing all the real life relationships into stories and all, uh, why not bring Becky Lynch in as the special guest referee and, you know, could play a little bit of story with her and Seth Rollins. Uh, see what happens. Uh,
1: so, who's deciding a special guest referee? I might have missed it. I thought Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. Yep. Why would he bring in Becky?
0: Well,. See that—that's what I said. But they can, WWE can twist this story where Baron Corbin has an ace in the hole, where he makes Seth Rollins think that he's got the advantage because Becky's the, and then Becky could turn heel because she's getting too over. You know, you get too over in WWE. They don't need her to be over right now. She got a WrestleMania run. She's good. So she could turn heel. What do you think?
1: Maybe. I mean, I think it would be good. I mean... uh it'd be a nice way to swerve yeah. everybody. But then it's like, who do you have as the top face for the women's division if she turns heel? Top face. Bailey. Bailey. Oh, uh, yeah. She's on Spectrum. She is?
0: Well, Becky Lynch is all wrong. Well,
1: the brand decision be... doesn't even exist anymore. Wow. Right, because right, we got <laughs> the ball card. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We got the wild card. What do you think about the wild card, Jamie and Jason? You like that? No. <laughs> I don't think any of us wrestling fans like it because we don't know who's on what brand. Yeah. It doesn't matter who jumps to where. But, um, hey, that's what we're going to be yeah. doing tonight. Hey, let's throw a shout out. You're wearing the shirt there, Big Ugly. You don't play this. You do this. Yes. So this is, means we are going to have our third interview, right, with the one and only Matt Temby, yes. T-E-M-B-Y, yes. and that's going to be a little bit later on in this podcast. You yeah. had the privilege of so, speaking to him this time.
1: Absolutely. So the shirt I'm wearing, of course, is, uh, is actually, this is from uh, Brian Thomas, who we had on the podcast Just before. Just reminded me. We should Brian, Matt, and I all know each other. Yes yeah, right. So, um, but yeah, I did You get, get these fantastic guests yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> so I did get to speak with Matt Temby that goes over a lot about, uh, fitness in the summertime. Okay. Um, you know, uh... Working out, just staying all around, staying fit. And this was a great podcast, man. We had a great interview. I'm glad. Yeah. Is it, is it
0: going to help me figure out? Because I ate a lot of food yesterday. Like when I went to the cookout, yeah. I ate twice because it's it's just, it's just there. So is he going to help me uh, keep yeah. on pace keep, to keep that off? Is yes. that what he's going to do?
1: Yes. He actually talks about cookout food. He talks about partner workouts and the benefits of that. Um, as well, so yeah, a lot of information man.
0: Looking forward to that, so stick yeah. around for this part of the podcast and, and we'll be able to find, you can find Matt Temby, T-E-M-B-Y on Facebook and he's got uh, his own training. Uh, he's got two, gems now. Yeah, two he's got gyms
1: now. Two gyms. Uh, now he's actually put a hold on uh, personal training right now Ooh. his online coaching because uh, you know, thankfully the gym is just blowing up so much and yet so many clients it was just too much, but he is about to open it back up pretty soon for one-on-one coaching. Awesome. Online training, yeah. Fantastic. Matt Temby,
0: T-E-M-B-Y. I want to throw a uh, shout-out to Ref D, who's in the ring there. Uh, He actually refereed the match that was on the kickoff show, and now he's refereeing this one, so uh, they have like 10 referees there, so I'm not sure what's going on with that. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh! Botch-o-mania. So, yeah, uh, Ref D came from uh, through MCW in Maryland, so uh, shout-out to Derek. And, um... So this is the first match on stomping grounds. We do have a WWE Championship match. We have the uh, that's from cage match that we couldn't figure out who was in it. Dolph Ziggler and Kofi Kingston. That's a little later.
1: Um, They're chanting Lacey sucks right now because she botched the.
0: Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that at the. Uh, Tony Schiavone Conrad Thompson We talked about The Undertaker And Goldberg Briefly Now uh, oh, that match Was uh, yeah.
1: uh, Oh we haven't Talked since then Right We no. have not We didn't have <laughs> Can Not talked talk since we about That real quick uh, <laughs> it, it'll, it'll have to be Real quick um, <laughs> That's what the Match should have Been
0: real quick <laughs> Yeah The match went Two minutes With Spear Spear Attempted uh, Jackhammer Could have Ended right there Didn't um, So let's Let's go around The room Since we're Talking about So Super Showdown Was the equivalent Of Wrestlemania in Saudi Arabia, theoretically. Um, <laughs> and the main event was Undertaker versus Goldberg. The entrances were fantastic. No botches on the entrances. The pyro was great. The music was great. Uh, let's start with Jam and Jason. I can't.
2: I just, I can't right now. Jam and Jason, talk did, about it. I did not watch it. I boycotted it. Okay. I came home that night from work and watched old NXT. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You did not watch it as it was happening. I did not watch it as it was happening, and I have no plans to go back and watch it. Okay, but So I have have one question. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, did Goldberg head by the door on his way out? He did. He did. He
0: opened himself up, actually. So there was a notch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. There was
1: a botch That's right There was a botch I mean, Absolutely a botch. a botch So wait He's coming out the door Like his usual entrance And he, he hits the door Yeah It's yeah. like too low Bef- Well no He yeah. actually
0: The door is closed He head cuts himself Into the closed door Then he opens the door And comes
3: out Kind of like to psych himself up Oh yeah. I got you So okay. when he came out He like had blood Trickling down over yeah. his forehead Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Referee yeah. had to get the gloves on already. It was crazy. Yeah, gloves
3: Nothing. on just for the
1: entrance. It's bad. It's, <laughs> it was uh yeah. Did he have a big escort, though? I'm going to a uh, I always love when it's a nice side escort.
0: He had all the uh, the Saudi Arabians uh, at his side, yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was <I> did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did.
1: Like, I said the entrances were great.
0: were
3: great. The match, the match went eight minutes. The first four minutes were actually really solid. Yeah. And like, had it just ended there, would have been fine. I don't think anybody would have talked about it. The problem was it was a hundred degrees, <laughs> and these guys are and these guys are hundred years old, years old <laughs> in the ring together, going on last after four hours waiting it out. Yeah. And it just, oh, it was horrible. There was an
0: attempted jackhammer, which turned into a brain buster, dropping The Undertaker on his head. Uh, Goldberg was half passed out at that point. Go- cause he-
3: Goldberg uh, went to do the, uh, the shoulder into the wing post uh, uh, spot, and he actually knocked himself unconscious. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. He, he, that's, why, that's why the end of the match ended up being so bad, because he was, he was basically out on his feet. So it was so.
1: It was, so he was. I, I didn't see the match obviously. So what, what was it? He was like missing a spear and and was like running into the post. Yeah, And exactly. actually hit his head. Yep, yep. and then, then a,
0: After that, he attempted to do the jackhammer, which he shouldn't
3: have done. Yeah, and then they went for the uh, reverse tombstone, you know, where they kind of do the flip thing and, you know. Oh, oh it was that bad. That just was terrible. Come on, man. It was bad. And then
0: Undertaker did it with a, a terrible choke slam, and that's how it ended. And then the Undertaker got up with this disgusted <coughs> look on his face. Yes. Like, you could tell believe both, it.
3: both guys did not want to be there no matter how much
1: money they got paid. It was, yeah, it was like awful.
0: Conrad said, Conrad Thompson, on all these podcasts, it's a million-dollar payday. You're not going to turn that down. Or several
1: million dollars, whatever they got. Yeah, there. you you don't turn that down for, like, eight minutes. Yeah, you don't right, turn yeah. that down. Right.
0: I could work on. for eight minutes. Right, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been able to do a better job than that.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> But I love both of them. So, Jamie, Jason, you don't have to go back and watch them. No, yeah,
1: I'm not. I think, the, I think the sucky part is that Goldberg – has always been criticized for a wrestling ability yet he just came off of that fantastic run with Brock Lesnar so it's like man if he had just ended it there right? But that exactly. was like, once again <laughs> we're back to it's being Goldberg. left with this bad taste in our mouth of Goldberg Yeah, <laughs> I think
0: this isn't mainstream enough I agree yeah, with you and he had that,
1: redeemed himself just when he redeemed himself
0: but this Super Showdown thing is not mainstream as, as much I think it's just a network special or whatever even though they tried to paint it as the next Wrestlemania it's not um, but you know this stomping grounds is like Super Showdown too, You know It's, it's like a rematch That's all it is yeah. So this one's actually In the lore of WWE This counts uh, And right now Becky Lynch has to Disarm her On Lacey Evans Because this match Is happening Can, can I just uh,
3: Like ask everybody Something You can Is it me Or is Lacey Evans Like really sunburned On her shoulders yes, And her upper back Yeah
1: okay. I, I've been having a hard time Not noticing Right that. Yeah, Me too, too.
0: <laughs> Yeah that's not tan. That's uh That's Red so hopefully uh, there's a spot where Becky Lynch just chops her right on the sunburn because that, that would yeah. just... I mean,
1: they were recently in L.A., so maybe they True. went to the beach and stuff. Yeah. It's actually been a pretty
3: decent match outside of the one botched... Uh... Yeah.
0: yeah, there was one botched spot there where it looked like they both lost their way, but other than that,
1: not L- bad. Let me ask you a question. So I was reading an article that was talking about how Becky Lynch can gain momentum. What do you guys think? Has Becky Lynch lost momentum that she's had? Before Wrestlemania
0: Uh, I think she peaked At Wrestlemania In my opinion I think it's You know Not There's really nothing She could do to get any higher Than winning the main event At Wrestlemania So it's gotta come down Somewhere What do you guys think?
3: I, I think she lost momentum when they inserted Charlotte Flair into the triple threat thing.
1: Mike <laughs> drop. <laughs> there you go. When that they lead, when yeah.
3: WWE botched the
2: storyline of Ronda Becky straight up. Yeah. That was it. That, that was it. it. It pulled the plug order.
0: I I think so too. Jamie J.
2: Yeah, I mean I agree. WrestleMania was a peak once you win two women's titles. Yeah. Where else do you go? <laughs> you win
0: both women's titles in the main event of the biggest show of the year. What was that? Is that the man with the main why is he doing that? That's great. She stuck her hand in her mouth. Oh,
3: she took the, uh, oh, her her handkerchief. Gl-
1: okay, yeah, I see. But she still kind of gave her a mandible claw with it. The- it was yeah, kind of, yeah, it was no, a mandible no, no, claw.
3: No. It was like the Mr. Saku mandible shout claw. Shout out to,
1: and, and, yeah,
0: shout out to, uh, Mick Fulton, I guess, for the mandible claw.
4: Oh, so
0: uh, right now we got a back and forth happening with uh, Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans. Raw. Chicken. Are we thinking twenty four seven title shenanigans Heck that? yeah, that is the most over thing <laughs> in the entire company right now. Is that sad or is that a is uh, that okay? <laughs> I, I, you know And the is Gonna notice this And they're gonna Cut back on it Which is terrible But I, I don't think It's sad I just don't think That they expected It to
3: work this well right. But
0: there's our uh, truth He's fantastic At it, what he does It's all
3: our truth uh, Without and, and, him uh, Nobody would care
0: And it gives the Cast of characters That are working With him Something to do And something fun to do And I look forward To those segments We need to see that tonight Jim and Jay What do you think
2: About 24-7 I think it's a great Use of social media too It's just short Quick segments Yeah You know A title's involved A title change mm-hmm. I think it's fun you know, it's really fun yeah we were talking about that with attention
0: span a little earlier so when you get two or three minutes out there people will watch it you know what i mean yeah absolutely. quickly and they'll be like hey what's this and then it gets a, before you know it, it gets a million views So, I am excited I think, well, Drake Maverick is the champion right now
1: No, No, R-Truth beat him him. him at his own wedding Oh, R-Truth beat him at the wedding I thought Drake Maverick did it at the wedding No, No. Drake Drake beat him He was wearing the belt At the wedding At the wedding Right And R-Truth showed up as a guest That's that's
3: right Drake got it on Raw right before Because he was dressed like
1: Carmella That's right And stole stole the
3: referee's car And then
0: they ran out of the wedding chasing Truth Okay, so Truth is the champion right now Yes,
1: he's gotten it back
0: uh, I'm excited about this And uh, that But I say That was part of I mean the The shoot was for A different segment And that's from fine But our, um, Drake Maverick actually did get married To Renee Michelle Who is uh, from MCW Pro Wrestling fame around here Shout out to MCW Pro Wrestling And so that is actually The truth So they are married Which is cool
4: Oh, oh is that a stunner That
0: was
1: a stunner off the. Stunner by travel. Lacey
0: Evans And a kick right to the Breast <laughs> Cover Ref D That wasn't much Of a kick out Beefing with the ref again. Got a lot of beefing with officials here. What's on my list here? Um, yeah, shout out to all those at MCW, EWA, SWO, all the independent wrestling. Um, and shout out to all Conrad Thompson's uh, podcasts. Something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Uh, eighty-three weeks with Eric Bischoff, and uh, back to the disarmer for Becky Lynch, and she tapped right away. Becky retains the championship. It's great. How about that? And also, uh, shout out to Conrad who's also working with
1: JR. Grilling JR. Got to listen to some of that. Oh, uh, uh, right. I forgot he's doing JR's podcast yeah. now, too. So, how's, how's that now without JR leading it? Better. Okay. J, JR by himself is a little bit
0: weak. Just he, he, can, he talks
1: too much. It's weird to say on a podcast, but yeah. it's
0: like, he just... But he, it was only him, though. He, well, he didn't have anybody... You know, yeah, to bounce off yeah. of. Yeah. So when he's just talking, you know, I love Jr. Fantastic, but when he's just there by himself and you listen to him for an hour and a half, it's like, ah, oh, come on, I want to hear something else.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know, but yeah. now with I Conrad agree. driving the boat and kind of pointing him in different directions, it's really good. good. Like they talked about uh, the the King of the Ring where they had the Hell in the Cell match with uh, Undertaker and Mankind. That was a pretty good story. Yeah. And And also listened. Uh, they talked about the uh, night of Owen Hart passing away. And how, you know, he was talking with, uh, you know, he and Jerry Lawler basically were getting information from all over the place. And, you know, they don't they don't make the decisions. They had to go on with the show. So it's a it's a really good podcast. Okay. Listen to it. Grilling JR on Westwood One is where it is right now. So uh, it took me a minute to find it, too. You can get it on uh, iTunes as well. It's on iTunes? Yep. Well, through Westwood One. I mean,
1: maybe they're producing it. Yeah, yeah they're
3: producing fine. it, so...
1: It's not podcast. It's not, not one. Yeah, it was. Is, is podcast one done? Is, is that the new name, or is, or is Westwood one different? You know, I feel
0: like everybody just left podcast one or something like Austin. I, I think they did. <laughs> yeah. I think Austin started something uh, with that. Everybody left, uh, so I think podcast one is still around. If I'm uh, maybe it,
3: it did transfer over to Westwood. I have to look. Wow, well, the camera side of the arena is completely blacked out. Right now. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, that's because there's,
0: yeah, nobody really there, unfortunately. (laughs) Wow. Hard to sell tickets for stomping grounds when you have no real hook. Um,
1: but, who is that? That's that's Ali. Ali. Oh, Ali. Oh, this is a new vignette for Ali. What is he, an alcohol counselor? (laughs) (laughs) Is that his new gimmick? Is that the Briscoes?
0: Looks like the Briscoe brothers from Ring of Honor.
3: What is Ali going to be, like, the savior or something?
0: Might be the new CM Punk type character. You mean, like, the straight
1: edge? Yeah, yeah. no fighting, no drugs, yeah. no alcohol. Which, uh, AEW, speaking of Punk, uh, Cody Rhodes said that the door is always open for him, but... The door is always He still has not taken it. AEW. Yeah. And... Uh, what was that?
0: Uh, all In It was the pay-per-view, right? Or is that yeah. double, or not- double, double or Nothing? Double or Nothing. Yeah, I, was... I, I got
1: nothing from that vignette, just so. like <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I saw that Ali was wearing
3: a Muhammad Ali jacket. Right, so,
1: yeah.
3: Like, might as well use Spe- it. Gonna...
1: Speaking of vignettes, Bray Wyatt has been doing amazing with his vignettes. I think they've been pretty Firefly, cool. Firefly Funhouse. Oh, there's
0: Paul Heyman in Baron Corbin's office.
1: Yes. Does he need to get back in a ring soon or just keep rolling with this? No
0: ring. I don't want to see him wrestle. I I just want to see these vignettes continue forever. Maybe live vignettes in the ring, I'm okay, but I don't want to see him fight. How about you guys?
3: I, I like, I love the vignettes. Firefly, Firefly Funhouse is fantastic, but, uh, yeah, I feel like he really needs to be there live at yeah. some point. you know whether it's to wrestle or just to do a live vignette or something. I don't know. Live vignette would be
1: great.
2: Yeah. yeah. Jamie, Jay, what do you think about the Firefly Funhouse? Oh, it's it's been great. I've only seen about two or three of them, but what I've seen, I've enjoyed it. Yeah.
1: So my, my concern yeah. for it, I've, I've like, it my concern is like, where is it
0: going? I, I it's a concern because we don't we don't know. But I I, I
3: like it. I think Ugh. I think the fiend has something to like. I don't know if that's going to be that the character man that comes thing. out in the rain for yeah. Bray Wyatt, you know, or if he. Almost if like he, the
1: demon? Yeah,
3: character. or if he flips the switch, like when, you know, he starts out as Bray Wyatt in the rain, the nice, you know, Mr. Rogers, Bray Wyatt, and then, like, something you comes, he comes he snaps him yeah.
2: up and he, uh, you know, snaps and becomes the fiend or something. Okay. Now, if you do him live, do you okay. interview people? Yeah. Does it turn into a Piper situation? I would hope not, because they have
0: enough top shows as it is. What has it, got the middle? You just see him snapping on somebody. I yeah. would, <laughs> that would be fine. Just see, just walk, might have him randomly show up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But yeah, he does need to get back on the live shows t- somewhere.
1: The biggest hail in the business. <laughs> Alright, here he is And he's wearing the outfit Talk, That I hate Talking you all into it Right okay? <laughs> Yeah
3: You are going to get there Everybody's going to be like On the uh, bandwagon
0: Oh, here we go This match is going to Steal the show Which we might have to Put a pause on the podcast So we can actually Watch this match So this is Sami Zane And Kevin Owens Versus Big E And Xavier Woods So we're going to Watch this match
1: Yes And then uh, We're going to come back We are going
0: to come back Later Talk, talk more about uh, you know stomping grounds when we're talking about live. Talk more about AEW and New Japan. You know CM Punk. We can get uh, the lowdown on that kind of stuff, and then um, we can talk more about um, John Cena. And are you smarter than a fifth grader? Actually, that's probably all we're gonna say about that.
4: Okay, all
0: right. <laughs> it, it's it's entertaining to to say the least. But anyway, we will be right back after we watch this classic matchup, this grudge match, and we will come back and tell you all about it. So stay tuned. And Matt Temby coming up later. Don't forget
1: that. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling yeah. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Once again, my name is Dirty Mike. I'm the Big Ugly. Still joined here by CM Funk Howdy. and Jam and Jason. Hello. Still watching, oh right, got to turn this down a little bit, still watching Stomping Grounds, and they are now going through the foreign announcers, um, Marco Alfredo and uh, Figueroa Pizza. Thank you. Um, so, uh, yeah, So since since we've been gone, uh, we have seen a couple of interesting matches. We have seen Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeat Big E and Xavier Woods, and that was a pretty good tag team match. What do you think? Oh, and the number yeah. one, the SmackDown and I. Did you do enjoy the match, Dad? Yeah. Yeah? yeah, good. Yeah. Good. All right. And then we also had Samoa Joe losing the United States Championship to Ricochet. Um, <laughs> Ricochet. That was a good match, too. Um, and then a seal of approval by the backstage, heels and faces, and also Triple H. So uh, that's where we are, and we're about to watch a Raver Joe. Remember the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers? I do remember the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers. Fantastic. Yeah, man, I miss it.
4: Um, you know them, uh, Jim and Jason. Yeah. Now,
0: nah, that might have been a little before your time, Big Ugly. But, yeah, I have uh, no idea where you got Don't Yeah, remember. but that was pretty good, though. Sean <laughs> Dang and Meng Ai. Uh, that's who, that yeah, there we are. How do I remember those names? Because um, so, they're each one solo. <laughs> no. This is true. We are about to watch the SmackDown Tag Team Championship which uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan are defending against heavy machinery because they are just going boom, boom, boom. This is like match four or match five in the pay-per-view, and it's only 8 o'clock. Man, we got we might get out of here by 10.30, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm unbelievable. So while this match is going on, we'll talk about something else um, while watching this match. AEW, we were talking about it offline a little bit. So CM Funk, we watched that together, double or nothing. Uh, yes, we did watch it, and it, it was thing. good. It was fantastic, top to bottom, start to finish. Start to, start to finish, and, and uh, you know, you just put the uh, invite out there because you still have it on your DVR system.
3: I do. That's how good it was that I actually kept something on my DVR, which I almost never use. So we, <laughs> and we did.
0: So you got room one there, <laughs> and we did invest in it. We, we did. Invest-
3: yes, yes. The local cable company uh, took my money. So.
0: <laughs> Old school. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Bryan is really, really over here in Tacoma, Washington.
1: And he is playing into it. Let's see how he plays away from it. So speaking of AEW, what's next for them? Yeah, sorry. Do They have another show coming up? Uh, yeah, I believe their next show is uh, Fighter Fest. Okay. Uh, and I think
3: that's uh, going to a free show. I mean, I free. Yeah, free. <laughs> um, free for any uh, subscribers to the WWE Network, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So. so Um, So, yeah, it's a smaller card, not as many big name matches on it or anything like that, but uh, still looks like a pretty quality card. I could probably use my little Google machine to find out what uh, matches are actually on it, but I have no idea. You could. I'm lazy at the moment, so...
0: Well, that's okay, because we're watching wrestling, and that's all right, but we did watch in Double or Nothing, Cody and Dustin, tear it up in an emotional, physical, you know, psychological, just a battle. Just fantastic. Yeah. Just one of the best overall matches from beginning to end, seen in a long
3: time. Yeah, Cody and Dustin was what wrestling's all about. Um, I mean, it had everything you want between the emotional stakes, the physical stakes. Um, If you like blood, you would Mm. really enjoy this match as well, um, as Dustin might have cut himself a little too deep or or in a vein or lost a few pints yeah he was yeah. there was blood everywhere so uh good stuff absolutely good stuff. told a great story it's really really good yeah i'm really looking forward
0: to and you saw some of this too uh Jamie jason yep some of the aew and, uh, well, you invested in it, too. I did. I yeah. did after the fact. You were, yeah, because you heard how good it was. Yep. You were like, man, i got to
2: do it. Yep, about three or four days later, I think Wednesday night, I ended up purchasing it and watched it over a two-night span. There you go. It was excellent. It was All great. The and then uh, John
0: Moxley, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, making his uh, the debut, the the- debut and running in kind of after the whole thing was over, which was great. Big, huge pop. Not that there wasn't any huge pops already, but that was great. Hey, uh, this is something you really should watch, Big Ugly. I think, I think you really get a kick out of AEW.
1: Yeah, man, I'm going to have to uh, check it out. I mean, I was able to see some of the highlights, you know, Good. as I said. I think we talked about it on the last podcast, but, uh, yes. but yeah.
0: And then, uh, what do you we got there?
3: Uh, no, no, so. nah, I, well, I was actually got unlazy and looked up the Fighter Fest uh, right. information just because I was kind of curious, actually, after talking about it, what is actually on there, and... Uh, there's a good good uh, John Moxley versus uh, Joey Janela match, yeah. which I think could be uh, really fantastic since uh, since Mox seems to have gone back to kind of his uh, hardcore days a little bit and become more of a physical uh, wrestler again, which is fantastic. And uh, went away from the jeans; he's no longer wrestling in denim, so uh, uh, which is pretty cool. I
0: know. Daniel
3: Bryan. There was heavy
0: machinery, just had a vertical suplex on Daniel Bryan, and they just passed the vertical suplex to each other. That was pretty interesting. So, uh, that is happening. And AEW has another pay per view. I think it's in, what is that?
3: It's this Saturday, actually. Uh, for when Saturday from this Sunday that we're watching Stomping Ground. So, whatever this Saturday is, people. Uh, okay. The 20, and then there's up 29th. Yeah. It's yeah. a big
0: one at the end of August, right? Uh, Yeah, that is.
4: Uh, hmm. All right.
0: All Out That's right well, no, I think
3: All Out Is that in August? It yeah. might be Because I thought That was the next Maybe big, it has, big one I thought they had Another free show They do the, they, have,
2: they have one in July Yeah There's another one in July And that's huh. where um,
3: The Rose Brothers team. I'm right right thinking. Okay that's the one In Jacksonville oh. yep. you know, yeah, that, yeah That's what I'm thinking Yeah. Okay So yeah. they're all
0: doing Something is Impact, yeah, Impact all, Wrestling Is still around Good for it. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I have not <laughs> watched it. I don't even think it's on television anymore. I've heard
2: they've had some issues with their TV shows being aired. Uh, is that I, I don't watch it. I don't have cable. But no, I heard whatever, whatever station that's on actually they went they were supposed to air you know the current episode and they aired the previous week's episode. Oops. <laughs> oh, sure. And exactly. then there was another night where yeah. they forgot to go back to the episode and they aired like 25 minutes straight of commercials. Oh is, my God.
3: I think <laughs> I think that's one of those things like you know if a tree falls in the woods does anybody yeah. actually hear it like If Impact airs the wrong show, does anybody actually see it? You know, so. uh.
4: (laughs)
0: Oh, tell you they're still they're still there, but uh, they're not making too much of an impact right
1: now, (laughs) unfortunately.
3: Well, and uh, just back to the the AEW, uh, the All Out paper Uh, uh, tickets just went on sale last week, and they apparently sold out in 15 minutes. Wow. once again back in Chicago, which is where All In was last year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, they supposedly, the rumor is, is like they had like a 60,000 person waiting list outside of the ten or 12,000 seats that they actually had available Are or you something. Serious? Yeah. At least that's, that's the story. But as we found out today with uh, Conrad and Tony, everything's a work
0: in Everything so. is a work. Who knows? Uh, yeah. I- I- including, what, what was the story that they were talking about with the work? Oh, it was the Vince Russo thing. Yeah. Vince Russo bashed at the beach or whatever when he came out and trashed Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Everything was at work. Yes. I kind of believe Tony. I mean, it's wrestling. Everything could be at work.
3: Yeah, I'm sure that it is. In some, some small manner, I'm sure it is. That's right. So, uh, still later
0: on, Big Ugly, we got Matt Temby on this podcast and yeah. a conversation yeah. with him. So, you guys talked about some uh, some fitness stuff, some ways to keep going during the summer. What else did you guys talk about? Yeah,
1: so we talked about uh, what he has going on right now, his two, uh, his two gyms. Two gyms. Um, and, uh, Is he the a lot owner of, or the... Uh, yeah. Manager. Okay. Yeah. And... Um, and we talked about the kind of training that they do there. Uh, as I said earlier, we talked about a lot of group training. So he goes over some of the workouts and the partner training that they that they do. Also talked about a lot of his uh, work in the community as far as trying to get people in the community more active and more See, that's fit. Good. So yeah, is, is he still in his other career? Because he was. Uh, yeah, he also talks about that. He's, he's actually uh, he's at the time he had not left, but now he he has left. Okay. When we talked he you, just put in. It's two weeks, so he's finally uh left Target mm. and focusing full time more and fitness. Okay. Yeah. So yeah,
0: anytime you see a, a, a go to Target. Where, where you are sponsored by Target.
1: Yeah. Uh kinda, I I guess.
0: You know, still we still got vitamin water, pizza hut, you know. Super big golf, so seven eleven's jumping sure. in on
3: the deal. Coke
2: zero's in there, so there's Coke Zero <laughs> in there, that's great.
0: Don't okay. forget
2: don't forget the Girl Scouts.
0: Yeah, uh, support the Girl Scouts of America with the tag alongs and the cookies and everything that you got here. And plus we have other uh, checks, mix, and candy, and uh, all the dirty, <laughs> ugly wrestling paraphernalia ricochet. Um, so this match is still happening. Uh, Rowan is in the ring now with one of Heavy Machinery. I don't T- know who Tucker.
3: They are. I believe, Tucker. I believe yeah, it's Tucker. Okay, he's got a T on his boots, so I'm done with him. That makes I mean, sense. Tucker. Yeah process of elimination that
0: makes a lot of sense so uh you know it's summer slams coming up at the end of the summer and uh you know i'm sure we'll do another podcast it is we're approaching the end of june now so sometime in july we'll do another podcast and be number 69 on our way to number 70 and we still have a good time doing this so we, we were talking offline dark phoenix uh is not good apparently it's one of these uh x-men series movies not good so you you saw it big ugly and you can't get that two hours of your life back.
1: No, yeah, I mean it. It wasn't that bad. Where I would say uh I can't get it back. I will say this: uh, I did prefer that particular one over X Men Three: The Last Stand, which essentially was the same okay. movie. Okay, fair enough. Um, but uh yeah, it still was not good by far. Is there Especially a after coming after Endgame, it was. Sure. Well, yeah. anything's kind of a right downplay after that. So
0: what's next after Dark Phoenix? Do they have another? uh It's an individual movie, or is there another collective type thing happening? Uh, No,
1: it's actually done. uh, They're done? Yeah. Um, Now uh, the rights have gone back to Marvel, and so it'll be up to Marvel to do something in the future. Oh. Yeah.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, Marvel certainly has the upper hand right now. Yeah. That's good. And you didn't like it, uh, CM Funk?
3: I I did not. It it held little interest for me as I sat there, and I actually had more interest in the... uh, Previews that I saw that day, as ah. opposed to the movie. So, uh, were? <laughs> uh, Shaft. Uh, hey, the, the new Shaft movie. Which, I what, saw uh, that. Did you? Wow, I did. That felt uh, like a segue. It something. was a
0: fantastic <laughs> segue. It was like the biggest Oreo cookie in the middle because I there was all I was the only white part of that whole theater. Uh, yeah, that was okay. No, it was a very funny movie. Uh, I, Sam L. Jackson and his entire staff are very good, and a lot of. Uh, reminiscing from former Shaft movies. Fantastic. Have you seen any of these? Jamie, and Jason Shaft, Dark Phoenix? I have not. I have not. What's the last uh, movie you saw in a the theater? Last
2: movie?
0: Dark uh, Avengers? Yeah, that? probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was excellent. Enjoyed that. And as far as previews go, I think I saw a preview for Terminator Dark Fate. Where, uh, is, that the, is that the name? Dark, I think Fate? it's called okay. Dark Fate. Uh, uh, yeah. And it's got uh, Linda Hamilton yeah, playing I mean, so. Sarah Connor at 60-some years old, and she's still holding a gun and kicking ass. And apparently there's a, a cameo by Arnold, which is in the preview too, and he's all, he's all bearded up, you know, and, and I don't know if he's a Terminator, because I don't know if Terminators get old and grow beards, but apparently he's in it too. So, I want to see Edward Furlong.
1: In this movie, can we do that? That would be cool. I, I think he has yeah. a lot of drug issues. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can just say, I yeah. don't know if he's really readily available. Yeah, like I that, like too. Eddie Furlong. Last movie I saw him in was a sh- very brief scene in The Green Hornet with Seth Rogen. Oh, oh right, he was like, in it. He yeah, he was yes. like the he was like the meth lab guy. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, that makes and, yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right.
0: yeah. That is perfect. Uh, heavy Machinery is still uh, fired up and dancing, shaking hips and trying to win this uh, stomping ground matchup. Otis is hawking up.
3: Yeah. Uh.
0: And the crowd is still hot for Daniel Bryan who is supposed to be the heel in this match. Uh-oh. Wow. Are they, they're uh, booing him? Wow. Yeah, they're booing him because he's you facing Daniel Bryan, I can't guess. Hurt Daniel Bryan. Right. So this might, might not be the time to take the belts off of Brian and Rowan in Washington Daniel Bryan's home state
4: The total Divas
0: audience would be very upset yeah. The caterpillar is going to yeah. get
4: a boo Oh he's about yeah. to do the uh, the worm The caterpillar yeah here
0: we go Oh is that what he calls it the caterpillar, the caterpillar? Uh-huh. Right, It's not the worm okay. There it is
3: ooh, ooh. Oh this seems to be all blown up though Yeah, Definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all those
1: kicks man uh oh, here we go.
0: Oh! it's a cover one, two, and then Rowan oh, comes in. That,
2: good.
3: And breaks it up. There's a lot of beards in this match. <laughs> there are. It's a just lot a lot of, of beards, a lot of hair. Yeah. Go uh, to manscaped.com. Apparently, and- <laughs> <laughs> as a new sponsor of What Happened, what happened When? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Monday with Tony Shabbat. Once again, Daniel
3: Bryan is so John Moxley uh, We kind of brought him up Briefly with The AEW thing Uh Not only is he appearing In AEW He's also appearing In New Japan Wrestling mm. And won his yeah, first match out yeah. And won the uh, IWGP United States title From mm. uh, Juice Robinson So How about that And uh New Japan's got their G1 Climax tournament Coming up in July Which is the big one The winner that Gets the, uh, the Title shot at Wrestle Kingdom And uh For the heavyweight title And uh John Moxley is involved in that, along with oh. all the big Japan stars, Okada, uh, Naito, Tanahashi, Ibushi. Uh, those are real names for not familiar with New Japan wrestling. So. Spell. Yeah, with an I at the end. There we go.
1: <laughs> but,
3: uh, yeah, so uh, John Moxley will be in that as well, which is pretty cool. So.
1: All you got to do
0: is leave the WWE, and you get over You get over it, <laughs> you
3: know. yeah. Mmm. He's even wrestling some small independent shows too. I saw he's made some appearances. Moxley, yeah. yeah, that's okay. got to be
1: a big, t- uh, big I think price uh, ticket on I that. I just saw Enzo and Big Cass were at a, a smaller independent show as well. They've been on indie scene. Yeah, and Moxley uh, faced him and took him out. Or
3: that's uh, what it was, right? Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But yeah whatever that show was. Yeah, yep. yeah.
1: Been nice to be
4: in
0: touch, That would have
4: been fun.
0: We got shoulder block
1: after shoulder block after shoulder. block. I wonder if those guys are going to end up at AEW.
3: Like I, I feel like they're. I feel like they've got too much baggage with them now to, to yeah. sign over because they like the whole Ring of Honor yeah. thing fell through before it even started. Right. Like, yeah. They're, oh, so, too. Yeah. Exactly. They're the. They're the uh,
1: new Nash Hall. <laughs> right. <laughs> no one wants. Uh, <laughs> they're invaders or outsiders. Oh, 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 good
0: lord! Caught him in a power slam. Rowan goes down. Heavy machinery with the tag.
3: Felt like they brought Rowan in just to uh, put the machinery over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh no. Nope. Daniel Bryan pulls the rope down. Bryan apparently is the legal man, and there's the flying knee off the top rope, and Daniel Bryan's still getting over. Nope.
1: We're seeing like a double turn here, because uh... yeah. Oh, oh. Oh. Whoa. Wow. What the heck was that?
0: I didn't know he was going that way. One of the heavy machinery went off the top roof to the outside.
3: I don't think he knew he was going that. Way. I don't think so either.
0: <laughs> but then there's Daniel Bryan with, with the small package. It's
3: over. Yes. Daniel Bryan and Rowan retain. How does everybody feel about the new Daniel Bryan now that he's is he still an new? older new Daniel Bryan? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, um, definitely towards the end when he before he lost the belt to Kofi, I was really enjoying. His run, I just felt like, I don't know, I felt like uh, the whole team thing has been a little lackluster recently. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I feel like this has like been the most eventful thing that they've yeah. had yeah. Right on. Yeah.
1: I think it was good for them to give him that promo, you know, talking about the team division. Cause yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it gives uh,
0: Daniel Bryan something to do. You know, guys kind of not main event, single yeah. storyline. Gives him a little bit of a break. Maybe and prolong his career a little bit. Maybe. Because he can tag in and out and take breaks. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Physically. Because he was having some pretty, uh, you know, fantastic matches, which Daniel Bryan, that's what he wants to do. He wants to have a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. So it's good that he's, st- you know, in there, still healthy. And um, But, yeah, Rowan is getting something to do, too. So that's nice for him. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, Wow. So I like the new Daniel Bryan character. I I like the heel Daniel Bryan. I think it's working really well right now. But he just needs more heel stuff to do because... I don't know. He, he, you got need you need a good heel so you can have somebody good come up and face the good heels. Yeah. You know, I, so
3: I think the situation having him in the tag team match, as far I mean, or in the tag team division, like it, it helps the tag team division too because you actually have like a bona fide star in the tag team division yeah. as opposed yeah. to as as opposed to just throwing out the Viking experience Raider War of War <laughs> thing, whatever <laughs> they are, and or heavy machinery, you know teams that people know but there's like no oomph behind them yeah. necessarily so uh, yeah. I think it, it definitely helps having
0: them in there. Uh oh. It's, 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 and now will this be another Extreme Rules pay-per-view
1: in July that doesn't have any Extreme Rules? They just showed Shinsuke and he's been doing nothing.
2: Yeah. He's been doing, yeah. Well, Asuka I think's disappeared, right? She's, well, she's been tagging with uh, uh, the captain. Kairi yeah. Sane, yeah. yeah.
1: The Kabuki Warriors, and who, they're like they're like managed by Paige.
3: Yeah, well, they they just got a, a title shot uh, against the Iconics.
1: Right. Uh, Iconic, Iconic. Oh, okay.
3: uh, but but uh, for the Japan tour that they're getting ready to go on, okay. uh, conveniently enough, the yeah. Japanese mm. women are in a title match in yeah. Japan. So I'm sure they'll win. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so. Uh, but hey that's in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Whatever you gotta do to get Oscar back on TV, that's fine with me. So yeah, I agree. I enjoy the iconics, so I don't say that.
0: I,
1: I, I, I do love to. the iconics, man. <laughs> I, I
3: do love them. Gotta
0: say it was fun to watch them go over at WrestleMania and then when they come out and do their thing, it's 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 so bad that it's entertaining. But I like it. it's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. Oh here it is. CM Funk. This is your yes. Bailey defending the SmackDown women's championship
3: against, against Alexa. Alexa truly the only match I had any interest in in this pay-per-view yet it's actually been a pretty quality show so far Man, so that, 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 has that promo
1: that Alexa cut on Bailey yeah, on uh, SmackDown was crazy <laughs> dude that was nasty yeah. Yeah. Was that all the fight and everything yeah. it was great yeah. it was good stuff alright so
0: what we think what we can do is we can take another break we can watch this match because this is CM Funk you know, this is your match right here <laughs> and I'm gonna come back a little bit later and talk more about, I'm just eating Pizza Hut, I'm sorry. <laughs> talk more about stomping Grounds as we're watching it. And don't forget, we're gonna see Matt Temby a little bit later on. In the last segment of this show, we're gonna take it right on to the end. Matt Temby T-E-M-B-Y. Hey, we, you know what we haven't seen yet? The 24-7, the Seven Eleven championship. We have
3: the 7-11 television <laughs> title. That's... I just
0: saw the super big gulp Sorry? again by uh, Jam and Jason right there. Yeah. So you're keeping the Seven Eleven championship alive right now. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, are they going to start doing the SummerSlam cups there for the Slurpees? I know you got the super big gulp. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I haven't heard
3: anything. Here. Remember
0: when the WWE did that, guys, yeah, and they yeah, had cups yeah, at Seven Eleven? You I, had one. I
3: still have a few uh,
0: Undertaker cups uh Left Undertaker news. That's what he should be doing nowadays And not wrestling Goldberg at Super Showdown Yeah Just, just being, being on a cup like Just appearing yeah. on a cup Right yeah. I'm okay with that So Big Ugly What do you say we take one more break Alright let's do it And we will come back With more Stomping Grounds Live to tape it might
1: be the devil But they all sound the same
0: We're back Yeah on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast Dirty Mike Big Ugly CM Funk. damages and Jason. And Stomping Grounds. Or is it Great Pulse of Fire? I can't tell. Um, that's all right. Hey, we're back. And uh, we're going to do one more segment here and then kick it to that great interview that the Big Ugly did with Matt Tembe, Temby. T-E-M-B-Y. Uh, we've been watching Stomping Grounds. It's been... It's been all right. The crowd is a little fickle. Uh, sometimes they don't care about what's going on, and other times they're chanting for Roman. So we don't know. Uh, Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre in, in what is sure to be a best-of-seven series somewhere. At least the crowd hasn't been dead. They yeah. have not. It is a little late as far as the numbers go, but they are they are pretty uh, animated. you know, pretty loud in there. What else have we seen since then? Uh, what was before that? Yeah, was Bailey. It? Right. Bailey and Alexa Bliss. And I believe Bailey won that match, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. Was it as everything you expected it to be, uh, CM Funk?
3: No, no. <laughs> Big letdown. But uh, you know, it's fine. Whatever. They yeah, could have another match down <laughs> the road, you never yeah. know. Move on to the next one, you know.
0: Still no twenty four seven action, but we might get that as the come down between this the Steel Cage match. Speaking um, of the fickle crowd, they booed Bailey. They did. <laughs> um, so this this is a strange quad. Tacoma Washington doesn't really play face or heel. They just they like what they like and it's not really what we think it's supposed to be. Yeah.
2: So it's different. Uh, well, you were taking some notes there, Jam and Jason. Yeah, I got a few notes. What you got? I just wrote down Well, that's a bliss. Great deal. I just I, she, I said this several times this evening, sitting You there, did. Offline and She is a great heel. She was standing on Bailey, leaning up against the ropes. That was just great. That was (laughs) right there. She is a great healer. Yeah, no, she's good. Um, and Nick, Nikki Cross, I don't know what's going on there. I feel like this is just the whole Nia Jax storyline over again. Yeah. Year and a half Where's she? Yeah, it is the <laughs> <my> <laughs> Nia Jax storyline yeah. again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Wh- where has she been? I think she's injured. She rocked, yeah. Oh, she yeah. she was in WrestleMania. She had, what, double knee surgery? Both wow. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's that 272 pounds that they
2: talk about with her, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Oh. So, then I just wrote down the Roman match. Stomped a mud hole in me In the of JR That's kind of I feel after watching that match Oh man I'm
0: just It's I said A different time A different place That that feud That match Would probably be a little better Like the beginning And the end We're okay The 15 minutes In the middle Were not really necessary Yeah um, So you know Quicker matches on that But anyway You know uh, It's been nice 68th episode here We've been talking about uh, Stomping rounds And a lot of other things A lot of other tangents it's good to get these boys back together. We got to give a shout out to frock Lesnar. Uh Mikey Mike, you know, cuz he's out there. Mm-hmm. He's waiting for that neck. He's waiting for Brock Lesnar to cash in that money in the bank, which he has not done yet to SummerSlam. SummerSlam, you Summer believe? SummerSlam, yeah. In Toronto, Ontario. Yeah. Okay. And what was that August uh, 11th? August 11th. Yeah. That's yeah. a weird time uh, like I said that's usually a little later in the month. So they had Extreme Rules on July 14th. And then I I in Philly, that's going to be a pump crowd. An extreme rules pay per view in Philly. We talked about this offline. That's going to be. They've
2: some balls with this one. They're going to have some
0: great balls of fire with yeah. this one, because it hasn't been too extreme in the last couple of years for extreme rules. So if it's not extreme, they're not going to get booed out of the building. They're going to get, they will riot <laughs> <laughs> out there. We've been there. All right. So this match, the bell has rung. The steel cage is in place. Kofi Kingston and Dolph Ziggler. I, I, uh, does anybody see Dolph Ziggler walking out of this with the championship? I don't. No? no? I don't. Nobody? No. 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 no? All right. Sorry, Dolph. Oh, Mike Chioda is in there, and uh,
3: I don't know if the guy so is either losing weight or he's wearing different saying, pants. I I think the steel cage makes him look slim. It might.
0: That's why I couldn't see the gut as uh, as dominantly for Mike Kyoto. If you go back and look some earlier stuff, like in the, in the late 90s, Mike Kyoto does not really have that going on. So that's over time. Lots oh, yeah. of time. He's Almost a lifer. Time. He doesn't have to work out anymore. Yeah. Yeah, right. He is probably the most tenured uh, representative of active WWE there is right now.
3: Yeah. I mean, he's a senior. Yeah, he is. Oh, Dolph is going up. It's over. Nope, not yet. <laughs> so um, since, since we're getting near the end of the uh, stomping grounds. We're taking it deal, home. home. And uh, I would assume that the last match is going to be the uh, Seth Rollins Baron Corbin Universal Title match with Maybe the it's... special guest referee. Does anybody else find it interesting that they have yet to mention throughout this pay per view anything about who the special guest referee could be? Like that's true, they haven't played it, yeah, up, they haven't played it up at
1: all. Yeah, all. I didn't think about it, which is an issue. Right, when I think about it. <laughs>
0: Maybe they're trying to get us not to think about it so it's more of a shock and surprise. But, yeah, they, they did one little segment where Baron Corbin was backstage and then uh, Paul Heyman, Paul came, Heyman out, yeah. came out. And that's it. And that was maybe the sec of after the first match. And so, that was it. So they're trying to make you think it could be a lo- uh, Brock Lesnar, I, I or guess Heyman himself. I, I, interesting him trying to get around in a referee. That's, yeah, has he
1: ever done that? I don't think he's done that Has he No
3: Maybe way back
1: When okay. he was WCW like, He was uh, the a senior, senior uh,
0: Rat tail Paul Heyman Yeah Rather than uh, The big Jewish lawyer Paul Heyman <laughs> Cause uh, that's what he called himself On that one show He's like My dad's
2: a lawyer Brock Lesnar So we talked to AEW We've been talking to WWE Yeah yeah, yeah. I, have a, I have a topic for you guys A question for you guys Okay there we go So as you know WWE followed up The great AEW pay per view With a 45 minute Non wrestling <laughs> segment on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> they yeah, sure too. did. Right after that, if you guys were booking, what would you what would you have opened up Raw with? Oh wow, that's a good question. Right after AEW ban, oh, they had this great wrestling pay per view Saturday night. Two nights later, Monday Night Raw. Do you open up with a forty five minute segment? Nope. <laughs> with no wrestling at all. Uh, <laughs> I, I I say we we do a shoot interview.
0: That that throws logic out the window and and mentions A.E.W. instead of Sami Zayn just hinting at it now or number three, which doesn't matter. But uh I or um just totally out of the blue, you just get two of your best guys that get out there and just have a fight. Bingo. That's what I was thinking.
2: I was thinking like Ricochet and AJ Styles or Yeah, something completely off. Daniel Bryan, just something like, hey, we can still wrestle. (laughs) We still do wrestling. Follow (laughs) it up. What do you guys think? That's pretty, uh, pretty deep
3: question uh, (laughs) at at this point. (laughs) I uh, I mean, like, uh, I mean, in in WWE in its current state and all, uh, I think it. Would be hard for them to pull anything out to even pretend like they're trying to, you know, uh, remotely look like AEW or you know compete, you know, with AEW and what they did at, at Double or Nothing. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even no idea what they could have done differently or how I would have even booked it.
1: I I think that you you do you risk too much at danger by trying to come out the gate with like some crazy match because if it doesn't go well, then people are like, oh, they were just trying to be like AEW. They're only doing this because is killing it. And then you're just giving more power to this alternative show for people to start tuning in. So I think that either one, you go with what maybe you have that can be AEW, which is story, because you've got way better writers, or you should have way better writers yeah. Yeah. that can, so right, more that can, that can yeah. create more compelling stories. Um, or, and, and you kind of just you know continue to just let your show Role without giving too much attention to AEW because, at the end of the day, WWE is still the big player. Yeah, and the objective is to not show people that you're trying to compete with this show, but to show people I don't have to compete with this show, so which they really don't. I mean, they're going to be around regardless, you know, WWE. So,
0: how about this? How about you open up Raw with uh replaying the NXT TakeOver pay per view? (laughs) 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 There, there's your action right there. You just uh, say uh, have somebody come on the screen, I have uh, Vince or somebody All come right. into the screen and say, "All right, watch the monitor," and then, and then just replay NXT. There you go. Mm-hmm.
3: How how is it that uh, a company that has this supposed this group of writers like that this multitude of people, yet for months there haven't even been any stories what are they writing like i mean because they're not writing the matches those are the the wrestling producers who are like producing the matches they have yeah, ages agents and stuff yeah. so like the writers what stories have they even been writing what are they getting paid for to you know out there i mean there's been no stories whatsoever so
0: the best thing is the money in the bank Having it with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman teasing it—that is actually probably the most com- and the twenty-four-seven, which is not
3: really a story. It's more of a haha segment, but it's still compelling. And those and those two things that you mentioned are probably controlled by the entities that are actually involved in it. Yeah, all, you know, our very possible. You know, Drake Maverick—they're making the comedy skits. Like they're probably creating that. You know, Paul Heyman—we know he's writing whatever he comes out and says on yeah. television or anything that has to do with Brock Lesnar. Right, so, like. You know, so what is the point of all these other writers? you, know, they they go, you
1: missing the stories? The I, Oh, yeah, stories? definitely. I mean, I, I love the stories. I mean, I guess we have to think back. Were, were there really a lot of compelling stories before WrestleMania besides Ronda Rousey? Hmm. I feel like all of the A's might have been in Ronda Rousey' basket. And because that story became so strong and was so good, it was like overshadowing the actual lack of stories that were actually going on. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, besides that, you know what? Besides Kofi Kingston, right? And it's Brian. Kofi so Kofi Mania, Ronda Rousey, were like
3: right, and the two winners, and the Kofi thing. Kind of came out of nowhere because he was a last-minute replacement in the match for Ali when Ali got yeah. uh, right in yeah. that uh, yeah. in that,
1: uh, yeah. in that uh, Elimination you know what yeah. now that I think about it you had Miz and Shane that was pretty good that actually was i so I take bad. back what I said they just they just suck <laughs>
0: <laughs> they did have good stories they had for a couple compelling yeah. storylines no, just that just, built yeah. up and yeah. you know Triple H and Batista was interesting for the nostalgic feel of it yeah Um but you know but, but, but after and, that WrestleMania again we kind of talked about this thing we talked about this earlier they threw all eggs in that basket gave everybody everything they wanted pretty much and then just had to start from scratch so that's kind of
1: where we're at right now you know it's it's like a rebuilding period yeah, yeah. Rebuilding. we just got to like bear through it wow yeah, Baltimore so like, I was gonna
3: say raw <laughs> WWE is like the Baltimore Orioles yes, of uh, wow. wrestling right now yeah. that's that's terrible And we've got uh, a
0: side headlock and and several rest holds going on inside of a steel cage championship match, which (laughs) I can't say that I'm happy about. The crowd
3: crowd is more dead for this match than any other match so far of the night. Um, Yeah, it slowed down
0: on us, and I wasn't even sure that it actually slowed down and stopped because I thought that was just a rest (laughs) hold, Um, which which looks like it might be. So let me just try to get this back in HD mode and see. Live, we're gonna live. Uh, the WWE Network. That's the first time it kind of conked out on us tonight.
4: It's
0: pretty good. But um, I just showed you not many people watching. We could be, <laughs> yeah. And we got one more match after this: Baron Corbin, uh, Seth Rollins, with whoever the special guest referee, and we will reveal that piece of information on X ex- episode 69 of our podcast. Not that you might find out before then. You might, but if you don't want any spoilers, don't watch any wrestling in between now and then. And, you know, this might come out. You, you, know, you might know, don't ever watch the last match of this pay-per-view until we talk about it. How about that? We'll reveal the special guest referee. Let, let's, let's make a last-minute call. Who do we think that is going to be? Do you still think it's going to
3: be Becky Lynch? I, I don't. I think it's going to be Brock Lesnar. But Brock. Okay. Brock I got, Lesnar. I got nothing else. Jamie Jason? Vince.
0: Vince.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Man, if he tries we to come to out and run great, oh my lord.
1: I uh, well, I guess it can't be anybody that Seth Rollins beat up with the chair, right? Theoretically, no, yeah, which is yeah. half the B roster. Right, so I guess I have to say, uh, yeah, I guess I have to say Brock. Brock Lesnar? Yeah, I've right,
2: okay. got an idea. If you want to turn it upside down and really do something that they're never going to do, Roman. Hey, and the Roman turns heel. Hey, finally, it's about time. They and
3: would turn him heel tonight after he just got cheered in his match. <laughs> they would. <laughs> he just got over. They weren't expecting him to get over. God, I can. Damn it. I can buy that now. So, uh, Roman,
0: get the referee shirt on. But I'm done. I'm taking a shower. Oh, damn it! Get out there and turn heel. Now, nah, see why not? That would be good, you know. Yeah. And Vince is still it's, back there sitting a gorilla, running that thing.
2: It's just so odd to me in the old days that they wanted to sell a pay per view with a special referee. You would announce that right. special referee exactly a or, week or two in advance at least. Yeah,
3: or you know, at least like make the story compelling as to who it's going to be. Like which they did on Raw and on SmackDown yeah, sure this did, week. Yeah. But now we got to the pay per view and uh, it's completely gone yeah. again. It's yeah. almost like I don't know. Yeah,
0: and, and like we said, we're kind of making us forget about it. Watching the show during the show, so as it's to be a, I guess a bigger shock when it actually happens. So,
3: as we're sort of kind of watching this cage match, we are here, kinda. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, because maybe I'm just, maybe I was young and I, I saw things in a different light. But didn't cage matches, at least in the WWE or WWF back then. It was only escape the cage was the only way to win. Right. There was no correct. pinfall, right? Right, correct. There was no referee inside the cage. Right. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, good. Uh, make sure I was right. Yeah. So then, how do how do you feel about there being a referee and being a pinfall in a cage match? I I don't like
0: it. Yeah, me neither. No, I think it's. I mean, it takes away from the everything from the cage. It's right. like Why? Why is there? Why cage? have the
5: cage? Yeah.
0: It's like, no, it's to keep the new day out. Um, You can climb over it. Right. Like, it's not a cage with a roof on it. It, 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 Somebody can get out. Somebody can get in. But having the double rules, I just, yeah. Yeah. When did that start? Oh, my God. uh, Mid-90s. Mid-90s. Yeah. When they got rid of the um <coughs> the blue d- well almost getting rid of the blue cage transitioning into the chain link fence.
3: W- WCW I remember used to always have a, a referee. They did. in the cage. Yeah, they they always had different set of rules because they went by NWA rules for a long time and then just kind of did their own. Thing. Yeah, but those matches were good. Yeah. Right. They <laughs> Most of the matches, <laughs> yeah. But it kind of
2: differentiated it, too. Yeah. Kind of like the American League and National League, you know, right? pitcher bats. So it was kind of a different...
3: Right, the old NWA-WCW cage matches were like what a cage match should be. They were brutal and good yeah, like and, and there was, you know... To,
0: to resolve a feud and to actually have a grudge and stuff like that. This is... Uh, right, this is just, just because. This is ridiculous right now.
3: What, I don't know what's happening. Oh, did it's you guys Nothing see? good. Yeah. Since we're kind of talking about, like, stipulation matches here. We right? are. Did you guys notice, like, the main events on the last, on Raw and SmackDown for this week were both two out of three Falls matches? Yeah, I heard about that. So, I, I just read something that, that all of a sudden now, Vince does not want wrestling action going on during commercial breaks. Huh? Now, for the last couple years, like, the best parts of the wrestling matches have usually been during the commercial breaks, and we miss everything. Yeah, and they come back and
0: show you the replay of it. Right,
3: and it totally throws off the matches and stuff. So that's why the two out of three falls were done, so that after a fall was done, they could go to commercial and then come back for the next fall, so they wouldn't miss any wrestling action like so really? I don't know if that yeah and that's why there's been more jobbers like squash match with jobbers or at all there's been like you know like one or two matches a night with, with a yeah. jobber, kind of like old 80s early 90s yeah. wrestling
0: used to be which know, I'm okay so. with here or there
3: but they have so many people on so many rosters
0: they don't need enhancement talent like that right you know let them be security guards or you know walk out with no way jose when he comes out if he comes out you know oh. is he he, he is on the 24/7 yeah he'd be yet. running
1: after our true all the oh, time okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's already got nothing to do and yeah. Dolph Ziggler is going to go
0: right out of this match and right into the 24-7 storyline
1: because
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's where he's going wow there he is and uh, Lars Sullivan is out for quite a while yeah like nine, oh, months, nine months, months yeah he had a knee injury or yeah. something like that yeah. Yeah. wow so he, he messed he messed up and said something or did something wrong and got fined $100,000 yeah. <laughs> and now he's out now he's out you know he's going to have to pay for that too because <laughs> I don't think Vince is going to pay for that nah. yeah
3: he also—that's uh, all he, about the Lucha House
0: Party, baby.
3: He also missed his initial push and all because right, of, the, of uh, the mental health. Yeah, yeah mental yeah.
1: health issues. I heard Vince is like kind of down on him at this point. So yeah, well, yeah. Uh, he keep giving him chances yeah. though. I think in nine months he'll come back and win the uh, and then Universal then, Title. And then that that promo that he cut was like no good. That was oh, terrible. Yeah. Don't have so. him talk. Yeah. The you could it, look at him and tell that he doesn't need a mic <laughs> like, well, he, no.
3: he was—he actually cut some decent promos in NXT but they were like kind of short, sweet just yeah, like right. a monster to the point that's like what it, it means it. to me Yeah, don't interview him
1: like DeBron Strowman so so
0: Ryback did that a couple years ago where he just started waxing intellectual I'm like shut sure. yeah. oh. <laughs> up yeah.
2: seriously so we, they promote wrestlers or bring them up I don't know promote's the right word Right. moving from NXT to yeah, the main yeah. roster you do that with the writers? <laughs> <laughs> you got a few writers down let's there. do that like, oh, Whoever producing and NXT NXT get
0: them up on the main roster and then send all some of these people down so they can learn a little bit because NXT shows a two and a half hours of straight action
3: NXT looks looks like they let the wrestlers have input into their character which the main, main roster yeah. doesn't Cause nope. they, like Velveteen Dream oh wow that, that, that's, that's mostly him that's you know, like without like, a doubt, yeah, he's very creative. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, the the undisputed era stuff and all, like the way that they talk. I mean, like yeah. they talk like a group and they act like a group, and <laughs> yeah. you know,
1: it's that's them because they're friends and they. And you know when they come up, that's just yeah, it's just going to be a catastrophe. Nice no, fear, yeah. fear for when the Valentin Dream comes up to the main roster. Me too. Oh, I know. Me too. He, going to be. He's going to be no way. He'll <laughs> say he's going to yeah, be running yeah, yeah, after yeah. the twenty four seven title. Yeah. And that's just going to be sad. They'll change yeah. his gimmick completely, probably. Uh oh! Oh oh! Kofi's about to fall
0: out of the cage on his head, and if that's the case, he will not win until his feet touch the floor. Even though it looks like he would break his neck right now if he fell out of the cage. Speaking of feet touch the floor, so
3: <laughs> back to the double or nothing pay per view for a second. Yeah, so they had the uh, the gimmick battle royal and then. Oh royal. yes. They won a the gimmick battle royal, but it was the uh, it was over the budget yeah, battle royal. It was the the twenty one. Anyway, it was twenty one guys and like the and they came in groups of five.
2: Like a rumble, yeah. Yeah, like almost like a rumble every yeah. couple of minutes.
3: So there was a guy in there, and I, pardon me, but I forgot the guy's name. But he's got no legs. Right. Like he only is the torso, or uh, from the um, you know, from the waist up and everything, and you know, all from. You know, yeah, he's whenever. got the nubs, like where are the Wait, knees hold on. So, this is a shoot. <laughs> this, this is a really deep, real, real deal. Real. real. This guy oh. really does not oh. have legs. Okay. So. So he doesn't when have. When he got. By the way, you have to go back just to watch him. He did some crazy, crazy yes, stuff. He did. All. Like, sure. Yeah, ridiculous stuff. But when he got thrown over the top rope. His feet never touched the ground. <laughs> Again, uh, please pardon me. I apologize. I'm not trying to be rude, but I think it's a great gimmick, and I think it would have been awesome for him to win because I, of that.
0: That was the first thing I said when I saw that guy in the Battle Royal. I'm like, that guy has no legs, right? So, how is he? He his... lose. Right. right. He got thrown over the top rope, and his body and torso hit the But He's not eliminated. Right. It's awesome.
3: It's like when Zach Gowan, was yeah. that the guy's? Like, yeah, Zach he only had one foot. Both feet couldn't touch the ground. Like, right. He, he should never. Yeah. He should have taken off, off his prosthetic Rumble. leg, right. entered the Royal Rumble, and only one foot would hit the ground. Right. These guys should never lose battle royals. I think it's a great gimmick. They should run with it. Yeah. Anyway. When they when have run to keep with it, it, they
2: can bring this right. up or something. Right. right. They should <laughs> run with it. Right. right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Didn't mean oh, man. You just put your foot in your mouth. Oh, That's man. terrible. We just... Now,
1: <laughs> now we're getting dirty and ugly. I because. didn't even know the guy that won that battle royale was like... Um, was, 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 he an NXT? was he an NXT he's guy? ROH. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: I don't
0: know if he was in NXT at any point.
3: Yeah. Oh. Nah, yeah. Hangman Page, because he's going to wrestle Jericho at the at the All Out pay-per-view. Right. I think it is for the... Uh, or the, I was getting ready to call it the TNA uh, World Heavyweight title. The hey, that's A, close A, enough. The sure. AEW World Heavyweight title. So, uh, Who has that? Nobody. Uh, uh, oh, I mean the TNA. Nobody, uh, nobody.
0: <laughs> I forgot. I don't remember the last champion, whoever it was. Uh, yeah, it's one of those television shows that ended up twenty five minutes off. Jamie, exactly. I, I can't tell who it is anymore. I know Tessa Blanchard has the women's championship, the Knockouts championship. That I know is Brian Cage. Is he the champion? Oh, Brian Cage. Yeah, it was him and um.
1: Johnny Impact, right? Johnny
0: Impact, who was fighting over it. Yeah, how about that? I must have come across her name. Somewhere. Johnny
1: Impact, John Morrison.
0: John oh, yeah. Morrison, yeah. Johnny Nitro, John. great. Nitro.
3: He changes his name for whatever he's in. Johnny Mundo. Johnny you know? Mundo. Uh, it's fantastic.
0: He needs to go to be uh, Johnny Elite. <coughs> Johnny Elite. Could he? He could. Could, could he? To do that? Could. All right, so this match is still happening. <laughs> uh, I see submission holds and rest holds and 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 what the this is not a cage match. So back in 1995, and we, we go we keep going off on tangents here, but it's better than what we're watching on the screen. So it was Brett and Owen in the old blue cage. Uh, In the, I believe that was the main event of that SummerSlam 95. And that was a 30-minute cage match. Only escaped the cage, and that was one of the greatest matches ever.
2: That was a great match. Yeah,
0: because both of them had the psychology and the history of, um, you know what, we're going to try to use every single way to try to escape this cage. And I think what was also cool about that, I think the Hart family and the the Smith family were all outside, and I think they all started rushing the cage afterwards because I think the British Bulldog was on... um, can't remember what side he was on he was on player. Brett's side. Yeah, he might have been on Brett's side. The oh the anvil was on the other side. Oh, yeah, he couldn't the climb back. the cage. Yeah. Yeah, he was fat. Yep. I mean he still is, but it's it's that well, that match. Were, was. He was, right. I'm sorry, yeah. God bless the anvil. Uh, RIP. But no, that was like that was a cage match, and he, and they used brutality too. I mean, they used the cage as a weapon at a couple point in time. But just the escape, the cage psychology was fan freaking
4: tastic.
0: Yep. So I, I don't remember the last cage match other than Undertaker and Brock Lesnar in Hell in a Cell a couple of years ago that actually utilized the cage, the psychology, the brutality, and there was never a rest holder in that match.
4: Yeah.
0: Um so i don't i don't remember. you guys know any other cage matches that we have seen anytime in recent history that can live up i mean I was see. there anything uh i can't think of one I'm, I'm really oh kofi just spilled out the door that's how that was. was like the highlight of this
3: match all right they could have just done that from the beginning they, <laughs> <should have>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they both should have just sold over to the corner and just fell out the door and then kofi just land first Fantastic. All right. Who's Kofi's next challenger? Oh, my gosh. Who do we think? Yeah. I would have never guessed it would be Dolph Ziggler, but... Yeah. Uh, do we go back to Owens one more time? I would say Kevin Owens needs to get back in there. What about... uh? Does Sami Zayn deserve a title shot? Sure. I mean, that would be a good but match. about Elias? Kofi like and Elias. I'd like, like to see more of Elias, man. Yeah. I feel like he's, like, fading to the oh, right. back, man. Elias. Yeah, he's,
1: he's a- SmackDown now.
0: Yeah. Right. He's been going that. into that uh, Shane and Drew storyline, so he needs to get out. Oh, there it is. That's what he did. That's how he got That's out of the cage. Spot. Okay. And he got caught on the oh, Yeah, he got caught God. on
3: the ropes and...
0: Kofi slingshotted himself outside. Ah, God! He slingshotted himself outside the cage. He hit didn't
3: hit, though. He did a good job protecting Might have his broke his arm.
4: Right here by
3: oh. oh, there's a the new day.
1: Oh, man, and there it was. Oh, man. Oh. Shake it off. Yeah. Let's try this again. I mean, who is the, uh, I guess the big hill's on... SmackDown or Sammy, uh, Sammy and Owens, Sammy and Owens, well, and, te- and Shane
3: McMahon, and, uh,
1: oh, uh, right. and yeah, right.
3: No, no Shane, Shane
2: on either show. See, this is it's the issue those, with that yeah. wild card. No, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't that,
3: know. You don't get it, right?
2: Sammy's on wrong. Is that right? I think officially. Zane And Zane? Owens? No, are no, all ones Smackdown. on SmackDown. Is that right? SmackDown, I think. Yeah. So do we have so an informational match? This
3: is why it doesn't matter yeah. anymore.
1: This is Well, I mean, yeah. you have
3: yeah. Bailey against Alexa, and Alexa's on Raw. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just SmackDown winning the title. So yeah. the superstar
0: shakeup just shook everything up. And, and they like, were
3: supposed to, like, fine and suspend uh, people that just showed up on the other brand if they weren't a wild card. Like, I know? have not seen yeah. one fine. Yeah. yeah, I haven't heard that. And... Oh, Charlie yeah. Crusoe. Biggie and Xavier turn on Kofi right now. Here's your next. uh. Hey, I would like to see that actually. I said
0: before,
1: and I'll say it again. I respect the heck out of Dolph Ziggler, man. He's a heck heaven. That's hundred percent. But <laughs> I also said that I would walk out of stomping ground Still, you
0: attack him. Here we go
1: baby nah they can't they can't attack. they wouldn't do that nah I, I don't see the New Day breaking up in that way they're not going out the shield way I feel like when they break up it's going to be like amicable like like let's just go out separate yeah, ways let's now. let's
0: do it yeah. I, they're not going to pull an NXT where they're nah. going to send you away and keep you thinking and then boom
1: hurt yeah. heel turn Go on do it yeah. do it I want it to happen. <laughs> Plus, there's been no, there's been no foreshadowing. Like, it has been no. Even better, beer. even better. I mean, uh,
4: yeah.
1: And it goes to commercial, so that's not going to happen. Tonight, yeah, yeah. So. Tonight, we are
0: going to find out the special guest referee. But before we do that, I think we are going to uh, bring this podcast to a close. Uh, see, that third segment, we had so much more to talk about. Tangents is what we do, Big Ugly. Yes, sir.
3: Yeah. I don't play this. And, and and thank you to the <laughs> WWE for putting on terrible matches we, at we, times when we need it. So right. We can <laughs> talk about other things.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean we, we appreciate that, and we we will come back and talk about Extreme Rules and SummerSlam and NXT Takeover Toronto and everything else during the summer. We got AE,
3: AEW w-
1: FighterFest. Wow. Yeah. Where's Rusev? Maybe he's the uh, ref. Rusev, Fudia. Ah. Shinsuke could be the ref. Or yeah. More. yeah. Can MC he count to three? Though. He, in Japanese, it's, Japanese, it's good. Yeah, wow. and Shinsuke, Shinsuke did feud with Rollins, didn't he? Did he? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe.
0: No, that's okay. a <laughs> I can't remember. Is that the match in Japan?
2: Mm. Shinsuke has a title match. Does he? Yeah. It's probably against Balor. I, yeah, I can't remember who. Oh, Drew McIntyre is mad and walking
0: with Shane backstage because he lost. A Great main event contest.
3: After all the build-up and all of the hype for tonight, it seems like Roman got the last slap by the I'm damned. If Roman gets the last slap,
0: and Extreme Rules, we're gonna fight again. See, there you go. You know it's not over.
2: Calm down tomorrow night on Raw, because Roman, we're gonna find out. Just
4: how bad you are, because you're taking on Drew McIntyre and me in a two-on-one handicap Hey, didn't no, I, I say that earlier? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and,
0: and we talked about it. You said it was going to hey, be just extreme rules. That's tomorrow night. 2 one night. handicap match. Shane needs to get his hand off the camera. <laughs> okay, so this match is not over. <laughs> That is going to be something that we can totally fast-forward through on DVR. Uh, tomorrow night on
3: Raw. This Hulu, uh, Big <laughs> on do they, do, they, uh, do they know which match is not there? Right, right, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh,
0: man. So, let's see. Let's get some parting words here. Let's go around the table. Uh, ja, ja, table. This is the table. Jamie and Jason, how was your experience here this evening? You having oh, a good time? Yeah,
2: having a ball. Having a ball. Glad to uh, have you back, man. Yeah, you've been busy. It's been a while. It's been, it's been crazy. You got uh, one daughter graduating. <clears throat> one daughter, high yes. School. She did graduate high school a couple weeks ago. Nice. And she's on her way to Hopkins. Hopkins Whee! it is. Yes. Congratulations. Sure. sick? Huh? No, 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 oh, no, 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 I'm Sorry, so Hopkins <laughs> <laughs> University. No, uh, no. <laughs>
0: and the other one is uh, going to be a senior, correct? A uh, junior. Oh, junior. junior. She's two years behind. Yep. Okay. Yep. Still, that's a that's a that's a busy schedule for you there. It is busy. Yep. That's yep. all right. Hey, uh, you got to come to see the uh, Cold Gin. You got to come to the Heritage Fair maybe on Friday yeah, night might, to see the tribute it. band. Yep. How about that Kiss tribute? There's a lot of tribute bands we've been seeing recently. Yeah. So that's pretty so cool. Journey one. tribute on Metallica. We saw. Yep. Yep. And uh, you know CM Funk and myself, we're gonna go see Weird Al. Uh, Weird a couple Al weeks. And Billy. Yep. And then uh, Jam and Jason, you're gonna join us. We're gonna go see Billy Joel. That's right. Wow. Uh, that's right. That's gonna be a busy month. It's a tribute band to himself. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Elton John's gonna show up and do a run in.
3: Yeah. Maybe not a run in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do that on uh, concert tour.
0: You know, I actually looked into Elton John tickets in Philadelphia for November. He's uh, got two back to back shows. Apparently, they sold out in you know half hour each time but they do have some verified resale tickets on StubHub for a $500 minimum Wow! Woo. so you can sit up top Wow! Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do that yeah no uh, that's that's um, uh, yeah. you ever see Elton John in a concert there uh, I have, no I
2: have not you, anybody here?
0: No. I'm a big ugly I know you must have yeah no, yeah, no. I mean, Benny and Jets
1: is like the only song I know. So. The, b- b- Benny and the Jets, yeah. Oh, and the Lion King theme song. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, it <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right.
0: So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good summer, and we got some stuff coming up. But we'll be back. And uh, how about uh, CM Funk? How did you enjoy yourself this evening? Did you well, I, I
3: actually need to complain to the uh, management of the uh, mansion here. Who? And all the property management. Why? Um, well, I had trouble getting into the place earlier, and no, all I couldn't really? find a couldn't find a parking spot. Yeah, Are you it's, uh, I was really hoping like your uh, staff out there would you know park my car for me. There's no valet anymore. I don't know what's going oh, on. It's, they're I'm on really vacation. Yeah, they're just on vacation. That's okay, all, of it. all right, that's fine. Then all right, I, I should okay.
0: have uh, informed you earlier on. I didn't mean to. All right, let, let you on with that one but that's okay it's fine it's fine it's fine but uh yeah
3: otherwise yeah no it's been 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 fun been a blast had a good time at the uh whw live event at jimmy's famous seafood with uh, tony shivani and conrad earlier this yeah. week, today so mm. that was awesome but, yeah
0: good fantastic. stuff fantastic yeah and the network just decided to uh take to see more of a here, live right there. oh there it is See so. live oh. yeah i'm just gonna leave it right there and just see what happens um but anyway big ugly episode number 68 in the books Yes, sir. Um, and we'll come so. back and do 69. <laughs> well, we will. Yeah, I can't. There's no way I can say that to get out of it. <laughs> Let's just do the next episode. Yeah. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> and uh, of course, we appreciate all our listeners on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, and then if you just Google "Dirty Liger Wrestling," "Dirty Liger Wrestling Podcast," you're gonna find us on a whole bunch of other stuff. So, what was your takeaway from this evening, man? So?
1: It's been great, man. I mean, I can't say that this pay per view has been great, but. But That's okay. what it is, man. This shirt is great. Got the Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, Yeah. this That's is... Nice is uh, I got school. this for
0: my birthday. This is cool. So this is a combination shirt. So it says Hollywood mm-hmm. Rules. Because it was either Hollywood Hogan or Hulk Rules. So they put them both together. And on the back, it talks about the dark side of Hollywood. Oh, right. Nice. So, yeah. It was nice uh, to get this for my birthday. I was 24 years old. Strike that. Reverse it. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was I still am For another year or so Yeah it's been fun man And, and we still gotta talk About some expansion We gotta get out there Do some uh, You know Facebook marketing Some other social media But of course You can find us on Facebook And Instagram oh, wow. And Twitter I'm Sorry people him on the finger Dirty O He's up. a real heel He's a heel <laughs> He's a for heel. real Is Baron Corbin <laughs> He's getting the finger. I think that shirt's getting tighter every single time. Oh, that is a vest. It's really he was, tight.
1: He was tugging on it when he came out. <laughs> Man, know, you know, it might
3: uh, might not fit properly, but it's right. still, still fantastic. He'll look. Uh,
0: <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's close it out on that. Thank you very much, stay to everybody. tuned for Matt Temby. Please, Matt Temby, T E M B Y. You had a great conversation with him. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear it. And he's going to tell us how to get through the summer. And he is uh, uh, one of our only three-time guests on here. We haven't had a lot of three-time guests on here. Yeah. So, that's cool. We appreciate you, Matt. Thanks so four Is this the fourth time? <laughs> Might <laughs> be. I don't know. Maybe it is three. Hmm. We'll have to ask Matt. Yeah. But uh, we'll have to go back and look. Oh. Yeah. That's all of his accolades. <laughs> this is why he's such a heel. Well, anyway, let's us wrap it up. Let's take it home. Thank you very much. Three,
1: two, one. One. Deuces.
0: Deuces. Two times.
1: We are back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. This is a guy the Big Ugly. And I uh, got a special guest uh, with me on the phone right now. Dirty Mike couldn't be here. Uh, but we have a returning guest. Uh, fitness expert Matt Timby is uh, here with me. Um, not in the mansion, but on the phone. And we're going to talk about a little fitness right now. So, Matt, how are you doing, man? Hey, I'm I'm doing
5: great, thanks for having me back This is the third time being with you guys And I uh, always look forward to jumping in with you and your community
1: Yeah man, we appreciate you uh, You know, always coming back And giving us, uh, you know uh, All that good info and content On working out uh, It's been helpful And, you know, every time that we get you on You know, we always get some pretty high numbers on, on your On your joint So we need to keep you, keep you coming back <laughs> Love it, I love it Yeah it's So lovely yeah so my wife my wife uh doesn't like wrestling, so like you're you're like the only person that we got on here that should actually listen to a podcast so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah man so hey, just uh just catch uh, everybody up, man. So what's been going on? I think the last time we talked to you was a little bit late last year and uh, you had opened up your gym, uh, I think in Perrysburg, so just let us know how's everything going there? anything new going on with you? Yeah, so
5: uh the gym in Perrysburg, TrueFit, is is going great. Um the community continues to grow every week, every day. Um, you know, we just had we did the Murph workout, so I'm not sure if you if you've ever heard of that. Is that something that you're familiar with? Yeah, I'm familiar with the Murph workout, uh
1: for what you're talking about is from uh oh, I, mean, I forget his first name, but it's, it's Murphy from uh the uh, pretty much the Lone Ranger movie. Um and uh, yeah, and uh Marcus Luttrell is uh Um, so, so, um, yeah, but tell, tell, tell everybody what it is. I know it's like a hundred pushups and all of this stuff.
5: Raised um, over six hundred dollars for a local foundation that gives money to uh, military families that are going through a transition of losing a loved one in battle, um, and so you know we raised money for a great cause. We had an awesome time. We cooked out. Um, so yeah, stuff like that is is really what our community at TrueFit is really built around. Is doing uh, community. That's where we get to spend some time in the gym together, and then we get to spend some time out of the gym together and, and actually build real relationships side of just fitness, even though fitness is really that thing that has brought us all together. So
1: to hear that man because you know in this day and age and i'm sure you know there are a lot of people that you know want to be entrepreneurs want to start their own thing but you know they're scared of leaving the safety net that a lot of us have of the regular nine of fives man but you know you got your thing started the right way and then you know now you're you're leaving your job and you're going to do this full-time And i think that's that's inspiring man so congrats on that thanks
5: man really excited about it appreciate
1: it yeah man so let me know what was your time on that on that murph uh the the MRC training.
5: Yeah, so um, so there's a few different ways that you can split it up. So we had we had one of our members did it in 29:47. Um, so she was just flying. Um, so she split it up, I think, into rounds of 20. So she was doing 10 pull ups, 20 push ups, 30 air squats, and then she's a she's a pretty good runner. Um, and so the that is one way to do it. The actual prescribed way to do that workout is with a 20 pound vest and then you do the one mile run, and then you do all 100 pull-ups in a row. You do all 200 push-ups in a row, and then all 300 air squats in a row, and then you finish with the mile run. So I've done the Murph. I've done the Murph I think eight times in the last. My first year doing it was 2016, and I really enjoy the workouts. The hardest workout of the year, and so this year I've done it with the vest. I did it with the vest last year, but I wanted to do it straight through this year, and so my time was 53:31, which was. Uh, lot longer than than what i had hoped for but what i learned is that your muscles will just fatigue um so cardiovascular uh taxing of my system was not nearly as intense as it's been in the years past because you know you're only able to do after i did the first 50 pull-ups i was only able to do like three at a time and so then i have to rest for like 30 seconds so i have enough strength to get three more and then you're going you know knocking out 50 by three so it's going to take a while same thing with push-ups the thing same thing with the air squats. so next year now that i've done every variety of it i'll go back to the weighted vest but i'll split it into rounds so i can get through it faster
1: oh that's crazy i can't imagine weighted vest man that's crazy
5: at, hey, at another level of complexity for sure. Yeah.
1: Hey, now I'm gonna have to try this because I didn't know people were splitting them up into like different rounds. When I when I looked at the merch challenge, I was like, "There's no way I can just do this straight out." But now to know that people are splitting rounds, I, I might have to try this myself. This sounds fun.
5: Yeah, and you know, it, it is fun. And, and I think that that's going to be one of the things that we're going to talk about here in a minute. But um, what we also do, so we're, we are not a CrossFit gym. So some people will ask, like, "Are we CrossFit? And, and we're not really what uh, separates us from CrossFit is that we don't do a lot of compound movements with barbells specifically with explosive movements so like we're not doing any snatches or cleaning jerks or any overhead squats with a barbell um the complexity of those lifts is just a lot harder um and we have we have people that are almost in their 70s and we have people as young as 18 and they're all in the same class so you have to figure out like how does that that work um but with we wanted everybody to be able to do it if they wanted to contribute if they wanted to jump in and have fun with us We wanted them to feel welcome, so we actually made it a little bit um more friendly to get involved with, so you can do it with a partner. So you would still, so both partners had to run the mile at the beginning and at the end, that was part of the deal, but they could split the reps any way that they wanted. And then there was also a modified way to do the pull-ups. So we had uh, bands for assistance, as well as ring rows, um, which is a little bit easier than doing an actual pull-up. Uh, you could modify the push-ups by dropping to your knees. And then There's really not a way to, to modify the air squats, but if one of your partners is better at doing the squats than somebody else, and maybe their strength is the push-ups, then they can do a little bit more of the push-ups, and then the other one can do a little bit more of the squats. So um, there was actually a lot of people that jumped in as partners, and uh, so that way they were able to complete it together when they, they wouldn't have been able to do it um, alone in their mind.
1: Man, that is that's awesome, man. That partner training, man. We're gonna we're gonna talk more about that. I want you to elaborate on that uh, a little more. Um, but before we get there, because I, I want to talk about the summertime. You know, it's starting to get hot out here. Um, and you know what? You mentioned this yourself just now. You said that you guys had a cookout and everything at the event. What does a cookout look like at a at a uh, at a gym? At a fitness
5: gym. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a great question. So, um, you know, we do a lot of events at uh, at TrueFit, and um, I was really pleased with this one because I didn't have any leftovers. And so, we've been wasting a lot of food at some of these events. And you know, a when you get more people there, there's going to be less, less leftovers. Uh, but b you just have to know what what is going to move and what's not going to move. So, you know, we did hot dogs and hamburgers, right? So. That stuff because I'm buying for a lot of people I'm gonna get the most economical um, which is gonna be the highest fat content um, you know the the leaner that your meats are so like if you're getting a ground turkey that's like a 99 percent lean it's gonna be much more expensive than if you got a ground turkey that was like eighty five fifteen so eighty five percent lean fifteen percent fat. Um, So anyways, everybody's going to jump in with the hot dogs and hamburgers, but you can prepare for that by not eating a whole lot of food in the morning so that you're saving your your macros as far as your fat grams go for that specific meal. Um, And then we had a lot of fruit. Um, you know, so if we're, we're talking about macronutrients, we're looking at some carbs there. Um, we had, you know, pretzels and potato chips, um, which people enjoy, but, like, they're not eating a lot of it. And I think it's because we are at a gym and they're being conscious of portion sizes, which is really control if if fat loss is your goal. Um, and then the last one, and this is the one that I actually did get turned away, macaroni salad and potato salad, like, people just don't want to touch that. <laughs> Because it's warm outside, and we didn't have ice to put it in, Um, so, you you know, like, it's mayo, it's mayo-based, so that's going to be heavy fat concentration. I don't think either of those salads were super good, Um, and so, yeah, people just didn't touch it, so I'm like, alright, so nobody else bring any kind of, like, potato or um, any kind of salad, really, other than, like, a real salad to these events anymore, so uh, that's what we had, and, you know, again, it's just... It's one meal, and one meal will not derail you. Um, it's your behaviors over an extended period of time that's either going to make or break your progress. Man, that's
1: that's that's cool to hear, man. Hey, <clears throat> I think we all need to hear that because as you know, we're going into the summer. People are going to be hitting a lot of cookouts, so uh, it's good to know what to be conscious of. But speaking of speaking of that, this summer. Um, one of the last times that we talked, uh, you had mentioned that the summertime tends to be the time where people actually fall off of their diet regimen, they fall off of, like, you know, just their overall fitness and, and well-being, and, i i feel like i've i've experienced this myself from being very hardcore working out in like the fall through the winter you know and then as soon as the summer hits it's like only thing i want to do is go out to restaurants sit out on patios and when i come home i just want to you know just chill and you know hook up with friends and suddenly i don't care about you know hitting the gym or the track anymore so tell us what, what the deal is with that man and what can we do to help ourselves out here yeah, so let's break it down into a couple a couple different steps. So um,
5: the consistency with your training. So what we're doing at TrueFit is we do group classes and our group classes are all structured to be 45 minutes and I'm actually, you know, I'm concerned about this a little bit as well because if my attendance goes down then the energy in the gym in these group classes is not as good. Um, and so you know, sometimes you have to manufacture that energy. You have to think of different ways to get people excited about it, um, because people don't want to walk into a, a, a group class with five people in it. Like they want to walk into a group class of twenty-five people, and then that feels really good. But when a lot of your regulars are at the lake, or they're on the river, or they're you know traveling across the country with families for vacation, then you know it's going to be a little bit lighter. So how do you how do you make things fun? So the first thing. Um, if you... Let's say you're just like, hey, I'm not going to go to the gym. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, especially, you know, I'm in the Midwest, you're on the East Coast, and the winters are brutal. Um, and, and a lot of times it, it feels like they last six months. You know, it starts in October, kind of ends in April or May. Um, so like half the year is shot. That's why people fall off a lot of times when the weather gets nicer. So when we're outside, we're sightseeing or we're on vacation, monitor how many steps you're taking. So your phone, um, a Fitbit, an Apple Watch um, that will track your activity as far as steps go so set a goal is that a high goal Maybe it's twenty thousand steps, and you're know, like, "Hey, that might not be realistic." That's okay. Walk places. So if you're in a city, instead of taking an Uber, walk around, get the fresh air, enjoy the sunshine, enjoy conversation with somebody as you're walking. Um, so you're you're staying more active, even if you're not physically working out with you know body weight movements or with with weight training. So that's one way to do it. Um, Trying something new. So, you just mentioned that you know you, you run a little bit less. Well, for me, you know, I was a bodybuilder for a long time. A lot of your audience, you know, they're wrestling fans. They might they might be a retired wrestler or a current wrestler. Um, somebody you know that's a rising star in the roster. Um, so maybe they're not a runner. Maybe maybe running is just not in their alley. But they could try something new, and they could try running. So. I actually just ran um, with our with a group from the gym. We ran a, a full marathon, but it was done as a relay. So my portion of the relay was a 5k, and my goal that I set for myself was 20 minutes. I wanted to run in sub 20 minutes, which is a fairly uh, good time, especially for somebody that doesn't run. And so I hired a coach and I said, listen, I don't care what it takes, you tell me what I have to do to prep for this thing. And I only had six weeks, because I, I didn't plan to fuck in advance. Um, so the training was really hard, but I got fairly good at it, and I hit my goal, I was just a hair under 20 minutes, and now, I actually have started to enjoy running, because I was like, alright, well if I did it under 20, the next one I could probably do under 18, but I need to train longer for it. And if I train longer, I won't have to train as hard, but if I just kind of build it into what I do. And so what I've learned is as I'm eating more food during the summer, I'm actually staying about the same level of leanness, because I'm doing the things I normally do, and I'm doing this new thing, and I, I kind of enjoy it. So I joined a basketball team. As well, um, it's been years and years since I played hockey, but um, I'm going to buy a pair of rollerblades. Now I'll, I'll have a little bit extra time, and I'm going to join an in uh, inline hockey league in downtown Toledo. And so, like the the point being is try something new. Um, maybe it's getting into you know a, a flag football league, something that's going to get you moving, um, that's going to help you stay active, but that you will enjoy it. So that's the second one. Um, and then the third one I think that is really important to keep in mind is something that's time effective, because even if um, you know you have a ton of summer plans, you can carve out an hour of your day to to give you more energy. Because a lot of us feel more energetic, we feel healthier, we feel more confident. Um, we just feel alive when when we're in a better state physically, and you can get in a better state physically, one, by watching your nutrition, which we'll circle back to, but two, got to be training, right, so let's lift some weights, let's burn some calories, and change our body composition, um, and so, but do it in a time effective way, you don't. nobody wants to a workout for two hours during the summer when it's a beautiful day and you'd rather be on a, on a bike or you know somewhere hiking so go in find something that's quick whether that's being on your own and you're gonna put together some form of a circuit you can YouTube that YouTube has out literally thousands of already put together videos for you you just gotta you know go into the search engine and, and type in like circuit training workouts or at home workouts and you will find some really good ones. Typically, you can look at the ones that are listed first that have the most views um, Those or the most likes. Um, those ones are typically going to be the highest uh, quality content. Um, so those are, are good ones to jump into. And then um, outside of that, group training, group, group fitness training has become extremely popular. Um, and so that's that's what TrueFit does. People have heard of Fitbody Body Boot Camp. People have heard of Orange Theory Fitness or even a CrossFit gym. You know, go somewhere that the workout is programmed for you, you don't have to think about it, and like a Fit Body Bootcamp is a 30-minute workout, a True Fit workout is a 45-minute workout, and Orange Theory Fitness is typically an hour. So you go in from this time that you walk in to the time you leave, you are spending 30, 45, or 60 minutes, you're in and out, and the whole thing is done. So that is a great way to stay active, and it's not a huge sacrifice of your time, and you will pay a little bit more than if you're going to a planet fitness or like an la fitness but for what you're looking for um, i want this to be time effective and i don't want to have to think about what the training is i want them to do that for me tell me what to do and they're going to make it fun because it's going to be in a group the music's going to be loud and fun and fast then that might be worth a premium for for some people
1: yeah, man, I agree. I, I don't think um I don't think you can beat what you guys are doing at True Fit, you know, uh with the group workouts and and everything being, you know, pretty much laid out for you. Because a lot of people I think, you know, struggle with when they get in the gym, struggling with like just thinking about what to do, you know what I'm saying, and what's gonna be effective and then you do certain workouts and you're wondering, like, are you actually doing what you need to do? But to have it already, you know, planned for you, um, is a great benefit. So
5: Absolutely and you know I see that all the time down at the gym in Cincinnati because we just rolled out the group training And I see you know kind of of muscular guys coming in the gym And I'll ask them, hey, you know, what are you training today? And they're like, oh, I'm gonna train back. I'm like, oh cool. That sounds fun And I'm like, well, what specifically are you doing? And typically I will hear I don't know I'm like, oh man, I remember those days where I was younger, you know, like, the first five to ten years of, of me training, I would go in and have no idea, just like you just said, like, what am I going to do? And then the other thing that ends up happening is that it's very, very repetitive. Now, if you are really laser-focused and you understand the principles of training, like, specifically if you're a bodybuilder, I'll, I'll just use that because that was my lane for a long time, or if you were a wrestler and you're training specifically for, like, a German suplex or, you know, an angle slam, um, or, like, the F5, any of those things, you know what what you need to train in the gym to be able to execute an explosive movement like that. And so you're going to have to repeat it over and over and over again. And so if you have a specific lane, it's easier to do that. But if you're, you know, just a, a guy that's going in to try to stay active, you don't want to do the same things over again because then you get bored and you're like, I don't want to come do something that I don't enjoy. And so that's where, you know, the group training or, or leveraging – you know, technology like YouTube, um, can keep things fresh and keep things fun. The last thing that I want to share on this, um, and then we can move on to to the next question is do something that is fun within your community. So whether it's your, your, your friend, your, your core group of friends, or it's your family, or you go to one of these community gyms. Listen, I, I have seen some of these community gyms that are a lot of fun. Ours, for example, is, I would say a lot of fun, and, and our members will tell you that. Our Facebook reviews, our Google reviews, will tell you that. But then some of these places are not fun. Um, they don't have anything fun that's planned. So we have a summer concert series that kicks off the first Friday of June, July, and August. We're going to have food trucks. We're going to have a beer garden. We have outdoor games. We have cornhole. We have giant uh, Jenga. We have a free kids camp going on inside. We have games for the kids. Like we are making that fun. And we are expecting a 1,000 people to be at each of these events. That's a huge event. Wow. Um, we're doing an amazing race. If you guys have ever seen that TV show, The Amazing Race, uh, we're going to do a spinoff of that in the local Metro Toledo area. Um, we're going to uh, do a pool party for our members. And, and like a lot of these things it require a lot of legwork on my end, on the back end, to make these events happen. But our members talk about it. They share it on their social media. It helps. It helps the community grow, it helps the business grow, and it keeps people engaged because then they're like, oh, shoot, i got to be there for, for that. Um, and so you if, if your gym doesn't do something like that, that's okay. Take the initiative, be a leader, and set those things up yourself. All you need is a creative idea and then grab some people and say, hey, can you help me put this together? I think this would be a lot of fun for everybody, so let's do this and make this happen.
1: Hey, man, I I love it, man, and, you know, I I work in the mental health field, and, uh, you know, so I understand the importance of getting the community involved in things and how beneficial that can be, man, so I, I love that you guys are, like, getting so many people involved in overall fitness and wellness, that's great, man. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So let me let me ask you this about uh, you know group training. Now you've done personal training, you know online coaching, just one on one, and then of course at TrueFit you guys are doing group training. Do you feel like there's a difference between how people respond to training when it's just kind of that one on one attention compared to like when you're in a group? Like, do people feel more motivated to come back because they're you know training with other people and they want to progress together? Or do you find that? You know, people are more motivated when they're kind of like just single, doing their own thing, getting one on one attention? It's
5: both. You know, the answer is both. It's going to be very specific to the individual. So, you just met- mentioned the field that you work in the mental health space. Um, you know, some people that struggle with anxiety, uh, specifically like social anxiety, are going to hate a group class setting. Um, we actually have some clients that we do one on one training at the gym in our non group training uh, hours that do one-on-one they like our they like the idea of the community but they can't do the classes because it's just too much for them um and so we've catered to them by doing one-on-one training and then there are some people that like absolutely don't want to be one-on-one because it's too slow-paced it's a little bit awkward um if you know the trainer the coach doesn't have a good personality or they haven't been creative in in the workouts um then they prefer the group, but, um, it, it really will depend on the individual. Um, however, the people that really enjoy the groups, you do get this level of social accountability where, Hey, I haven't seen you in class. Um, I, I want you to get in here like what's going on with you this week like are you okay um so for example we have a summer a summer program it's a 12-week challenge and so there's teams of six to eight people and there's a weekly testing that happens every week so this has become a huge deal in the gym um and tuesday nights is like the, the night where everybody retests or anybody that hasn't tested gets it in and then at nine o'clock which just happened um, here in the midwest so 11 minutes ago, the Week 9's workout just got released. So, you know, we have 20-some lo- true fit locations that are all going crazy in their community groups uh, because they're they're figuring out the strategies for the workouts. Well, you know, if somebody had a bad testing, their team is going to reach out to them and be like, dude, you got to retest because, like, we can't have your score pulling us down. And so then it gets those people into classes more often because the more that they come, the better their testing will be. Even if it's not for that specific workout, just as they improve their endurance and their strength and their explosiveness, all of those things will get better, and then it will equate to better results on these tests. And each test is different week to week. And, again, you don't know what they are until Tuesday at 9 o'clock. So it's really become this fun social event while you're pushing really hard with your training.
1: Brian, man, hey, man, that's such a great idea, man. I love it, man. So, hey, Matt, man, we appreciate you uh, coming on, man. Did you have anything else, you know, anything else on your mind that you wanted to, to share with the audience as far as fitness and overall wellness go? Yeah, I think, you know, just real quick on nutrition
5: because you can stay active and if the goal is fat loss, which a lot of our, you know, in gyms across America or across the world, wherever your audience is listening, a lot of times that is where the majority of the goals lie is fat loss. So, nutrition is, is going to be really key. Um, getting strength training in at least three days a week, whether it's in a group setting or on your own, you're going to get your most bang for your buck from from strength training with resistance. So physical weights or barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells, whatever um, you prefer, whatever you have access to, that's going to give you the most return on your investment of your time. Um, and then you got to pair it with your nutrition. So typically higher protein and then make sure that you're controlling your portion sizes so for example my mom just came down and visited uh this weekend she bought me five boxes of cereal Uh, i'm telling you it's ridiculous and anytime that she does something like that i take it as a personal challenge to make the boxes of cereal disappear as quickly as possible so like i I will eat five boxes of cereal within three days they will be gone um, so that is a really good example of not controlling my portion sizes. <laughs> um, so, so don't do that. Like things that are ridiculous, like binge eating, we can we can avoid those things and help us make progress in the long term. But being consistent, make sure you're getting um, nutrient dense foods. So th- those are going to be vegetables, some fruits in there, but. Also, not neglecting protein. Protein is the easiest thing to skip over. Um, eat your protein at the beginning of your meal before you fill up on your carbs and fats because your body will not feel full on the carbs and fats the way that it will on the protein. So, you will feel fuller, or you will eat less over the course of that meal. That's a good rule of thumb to, to go by. And it, as you're out traveling, people are sightseeing, um, they're on vacation this summer. The palm fist fist method. We've talked about it before. Palm size serving of protein. The size and the thickness of your palm. A fist size serving of vegetables and a fist size serving of carbohydrates for each meal is a really good staple. Um, and then the fats will just you know kind of be through the carbs. Like if you're having some sort of like a rice casserole, you're going to get some fats in there. Same thing with your protein. If you're eating steak. You know, you're getting your protein, but you're getting some fats in too. So you don't actually have to seek out a fat source because a lot of times that's just in the food that's uh, the way that it was prepared. So palm fist fist, great way to uh, stay on top of things while you're traveling.
1: Hey man, no, that's uh, that's really good information, man. And, and and I do remember you saying that, and I try to keep that in mind. I, I don't always stick to it, <laughs> admittedly, but <laughs> that's, that's okay. Yeah, you know,
5: last thing on that that's important to notice: you're going to have bad days. Just like we have bad days at work, you, know, you have a, you have a, you wrestle a bad match, things happen, but that doesn't mean there's the end of your career, right? People don't retire because they had one bad day. They come back to work the next day and they get back after it. Same thing with our nutrition. Same thing with our training. Let the day behind you go. Even if you want, you can't, you can't brag about it for the rest of your life. Like, what are you going to do for me today? So show up each and every day, be present in the moment and take small steps forward. And, and over time, you go great distances.
1: Hey, man, I I would love to end on that note because it was so powerful. But uh, actually, I have one more question regarding nutrition, though. So so when I think right now what you see, it's kind of trendy right now. You see a lot of people uh, moving to the vegan diet. Um, And so do you have any thoughts on veganism and fitness? You know, do you think that it's the best route to go or do you feel like you know it's okay to you know still just consume meat and everything like any thoughts on that like do have you encountered like vegans at your gym or anything like that yeah so you know some people make the decision
5: It, it depends on why people are making that decision so some people have really strong beliefs that that's um just important to them as a person um some people will will choose that route because of things that they have heard of how it can improve your health and digestion over time. And there are studies that can back that. Um, but overall, depending on, it, it depends on where your goals are. So like, if your convictions are not super strong one way or the other, and you're like, hey, I, I just want to drop body fat, approaching that through a vegan um, diet is not going to it's not gonna give you an advantage over eating meat. Um, At that point, it comes down to your calorie balance um, and then also having enough protein intake to recover from workouts, those strength training workouts that we talked about, um, to help with your body composition. Because I can be 190 pounds and work out zero days a week um, or I can be 190 pounds and er, and work out five days a week And I will look drastically different but those those two people if they start at the same spot they will look drastically different for the five days a week if somebody does that for six months versus you know zero days a week over the same six months even though my body weight is the same I will look very very different at that same weight so um, you know it's a lot of a lot of it comes down to just being consistent and both with nutrition and training so there's not necessarily an advantage unless it's you have a strong conviction about it otherwise just like if you're going paleo or you're going um you're going to try yeah a keto. keto you are you are adding layers of complexity to dieting which is already challenging enough and so try to keep it as simple as possible most of my clients most of the members of the gym we always preach flexible dieting which means that you control what you eat you can have everything is inclusive you just have to make sure that you're tracking and know how much you're consuming and again if the goal is fat loss you need to be in a calorie deficit over an extended period of time and that's that is just the the bottom line like i'm about to smash some cereal after this interview um and it doesn't matter that it's almost nine thirty because the the timing of the intake doesn't matter. It's the amount of the intake that matters.
1: Hey, Matt, man, we appreciate you, bro. Let everybody know where they can find you, man.
5: Yeah, so um, you can find me on Instagram at Temby Training, T-E-M-B-Y Training. Um, You can also follow me on Facebook. uh, That is at Matt Temby. And then you can follow the gym. Truefit, we have a lot of great information. You guys can just follow the fun that we have. It's at True Fit Perrysburg on Instagram. It's trvfit Perrysburg P-E-R-R-Y-S-B-U-R-G. Um, same thing on Facebook. It's going to be True Fit Fitness Perrysburg on Facebook. But we'd love for you guys to uh, to jump in, follow us, and uh, and watch the fun. If you guys ever have any questions, I, I run the social media on all of those pages. So you'll be talking to me and no one else. And uh, I'd love to, to help out in any way I can.
1: Hey, man, we appreciate you, man. I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, bro.